Go on then, it's all you. Oh, I've got stage fright. <laughs> it's two smoking microphones. Two smoking microphones. It's rock, spot, and two smoking microphones. Ta-da! Thank you. Yeah, hello. Welcome back to another episode of Two Smoking Microphones. <laughs> My name's Connor. <laughs> Harry. And I thought that went really well. It was something. Let's say that. That's all I'm saying. Let's, at least we have a parcel jingle. Welcome back. Oh, I hope you're well. Thank you so much for for coming and listening to another episode of Two Smoking Microphones. Yeah. Um, I'm Harry. I've already said my name. Cool. I don't you, know if I said mine. Yeah, I think you did. Um, the audio kind of cut out a little bit, so I don't know. Um, well, now you've got it twice. What but, more do you want from me? A lot more. Um, yeah, hello, welcome. Um, hope you're having a lovely week. Yeah, it's been a happy, happy Easter. If you're listening to this around Easter, or if it's just gone Easter, if you're listening to this in like six months' time... Well, this has been released... Have, on have Easter. you having a nice day? This has been released on Easter Monday, I hope. Um, so, it's still um, Easter technically i i would like to start off actually if it's oh, no. okay with a little with a shout out of some feedback that i haven't actually told you yet oh god uh, um no it's good feedback <laughs> it's not bad feedback so um good a very a childhood friend of mine a very good friend of the show uh Bryony, uh messaged me a couple of i want to say a couple of days ago it was probably a week ago uh, about a week ago um, she's been listening to our podcast ever since episode one, oh. and uh, she basically said, you know, her and her family have gone through a bit of a up and down, up and down time. Let's say in this pandemic, I won't go more mm-hmm. into that. Um, but she she wanted to thank us for keeping her entertained while she's been working and going through a bit of up and down times, and she really enjoys the podcast. That's nice. Um, You're welcome, and thank to... you for listening. Yeah, and then I also had another friend. Oh, just remembered. You had Callum, another friend. I went to. I had another friend called Callum who I went to uh, secondary school with got in touch and said he too has been listening to the podcast and has been enjoying it nice. so um, yeah thank you to those two I thought I'd just surprise you with those a little bit of a some nice some nice feedback I got um, feedback I is thought, nice instead of, instead of texting you I thought I'll, I'll say it on the episode yeah. those those people that got in touch deserve a shout out yeah definitely and I know I know for example Bryony rated us five stars on, on and her brother sorry rated us five stars on oi, the oi. podcast so Right. So thank you to the, thank you to all you thank you for listening it means that, a lot that's appreciated um but what isn't appreciated is you said you she'd been watching from episode one uh we actually did an episode zero so sorry I mean it's because <laughs> I forgot episode zero <laughs> and then we did our one division <laughs> recap before we did episode one so to be to be fair <laughs> she did actually message me uh because we're recording this on Easter Sunday and usually on Fridays we release our Minnesota's for for yeah. the um kind of soldier. And she did text me Saturday morning saying, "Where's your Minnesota?" I've literally made it, and I was like, "Uh, we just haven't done it yet because of Easter." Did I'm you say, sorry. Did you say it was all your fault? No, yeah, I did. We all know. Everyone knows it's always my fault. It's not your fault. It's my fault. No, it's not my fault. I admit, I'm I always admit here. Guys, I'm sorry. Like the podcast ends, and I just sit in the same chair for the next week until I get to record again. Do <laughs> you just wait for me to come back? Yeah. Isn't that, that's not what you do? No, I go and live life a little bit, and then come back. But I live, I live life, and then just think about you constantly. And well, I don't think about ah. Oh, well, I don't have I'm a so life. To get I don't have podcast. a life. That's why we have this podcast. Anyway, um... just quickly, kind of Marvel quickly. Do you know Loki and What If have already been confirmed for series two? 
just throwing that out there. I knew what it literally as Tolkien. I knew what if was already confirmed for a season two, and I knew they were talking about a season two for Loki. So if it's been confirmed for one, that's cool. Oh, fair play. Continue. Um, what have we got on this episode, Connor? Um, we have news uh, ranging from Transformers, Black Adam, uh, Obi Wan, Thor: Love and Thunder, and Knives Out. Um, and then we also have some trailers Suicide Squad Black Widow and Bad Batch and probably others Space Jam had a trailer and and what else have we got Connor Um, we watched Godzilla vs Kong so we're going to talk about that there you go a massive massive episode for you guys but we're going to try and keep Um, it brisk we're going to try and keep it going it won't end up being brisk this will be the episode that's about five hours long I hope not but I hope not I do have a roast dinner to get to at some point yes and me and my mum want to make a cake Oh, yeah, what cake are you making? Red velvet. Oh, mate, that sounds wonderful. If it ends up being wonderful, it might be crap. Anyway, uh, I've never made a cake <laughs> before. So <laughs> let's start off Fair with the um, with the Transformers news I saw. Yes, go for it. Which is that uh, Angel Manuel Soto and Marco Ramirez are working on a Transformers movie. Nice. Is this uh, uh, related to the Bay films? Or no, no. It's, apparently it said it's going to be a standalone Oh, okay. Um, let me get up the details because I wanted to know. I think Angel Angel Manuel Soto is directing it, I believe, right. and Marco Ramirez is writing it. I'm not sure if that's. Is, is that the same one that uh, that news came out about this week saying they want um, Anthony Ramos from from Hamilton and In the Heights to potentially lead a Transformers film? Maybe, but they've got like six films being developed at the moment, something like that. Well, yeah, that's fair. Um, but yeah, it's a standalone film apparently. Um, details are naturally being kept quiet. But this will be something that exists outside of the ongoing Transformers films. Uh, there's being there's a film being worked on by the guy that did Creed two, Stephen Capel Jr. Um, Josh nice. Cooley is making an animated Transformers film. He's the guy that directed Toy Story four. Nice. Um, but yeah, uh, Angel Manuel Soto is connect- is involved in the uh, Blue Beetle film for Warner Brothers DC, and he also worked on Daredevil and a Depend and Oversaw the Defenders apparently. Didn't didn't know that. Um, But yeah, that's interesting. I don't know anything about the other guy, uh, Marco Ramirez, or is that was that about Marco Ramirez? I might have been misreading. (laughs) So apparently, um, the the Anthony Ramos. Sorry, um, sorry, uh, that was Ramirez worked on uh, Daredevil and the Defenders. But yeah, Carol. Okay. Um, No, what I was going to say is Anthony Ramos. The news about him this week is actually. He's been rumoured to have been cast in the lead for the Bumblebee sequel. Ah, which I um, think that Stephen Cable Jr.'s yes. the one that's directing. Yeah, I'm a bit, I'm a bit uh, disappointed that Travis Knight isn't coming back to direct the Bumblebee sequel, but that's also fine. I prefer if, if um, more people get to have their their fingerprints on this universe. Yeah, because he's meant to be doing um, the Six Million Dollar Man next, Travis Knight. Oh really? Uh, I think that's also yeah. I think that's meant to be a part of. Um, I want to say it's meant to be a part of their Universal's MonsterVerse, but it might not be. Strange. Um, I really anyway, like. Who cares? I don't know if you've seen any uh, if you anything else by Travis Knight. I think he's only done a few other films. Um, well, yeah, no, uh, no. the only other film he's directed is Kubo and the Two Strings. That's the one I've been trying to find to watch. Yeah, it used to be recently. on Netflix. I just can't but... find it anywhere. Yeah. Um, it's an amazing film, that, but it's a uh, stop yeah, motion, I... so it's very different to, I guess, what he's doing next as well. 
Ah, oh, right. Yeah, of course. You can you can rent Kubo and the Two Strings on Amazon Prime Video for two pound forty nine. I might have to at some point because I am I am desperate to watch it. Or um, the HD version is three pound forty nine. But yeah. Yeah. Okay. Sweet. Um. But yeah. Uh. So that's interesting. I love I love to hear more Transformers stuff, even though most of it's bad. Um. <laughs> it is the yeah the yeah. There's. Yeah. It's pretty much bad. There's four films in development right now. An untitled Bumblebee sequel by Stephen Caple Jr. being written by Joby Harold. Uh, the untitled prequel, which is uh, the animated one, which will be done by Josh Cooley. Yep. With a lot of people involved in the story of that, apparently. Uh, there's an untitled Beast Wars film being written by James Vanderbilt, who I believe did... Yeah, he did The Amazing Spider-Man and Amazing Spider-Man 2. Wait... Excuse me. Sorry, on his on his Wikipedia page it says Transformers Beast Alliance coming in 2022 directed by Stephen Caple Jr. But Stephen Caple Jr. is doing the Bumblebee sequel. Yeah. <laughs> Weird. Um, and I know there were rumours they were going to try and continue the uh... well there's this is a weird thing. Apparently there is a film, I don't know if it's still conf- I don't know if this has been dis- I don't think this has been disputed but this was a this was said back in March 2018, is that there is a film that is being referred to as Transformers 7 that is still in development, but there wasn't a Transformers 6, so I guess they just mean the seventh film that's coming out. Yeah, it must be. Yeah, because I know for a while it was like people were thinking they were going to continue the Bave universe as well, but that's that's not happening. Nah. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of Transformers still to that's, come. Yeah, that's, that's dead in the war. <laughs> uh, but yeah, a lot of Transformers still to come. Anyway, on to the Black Adam news, which is only a little piece of news, um, and that's that it's being released in July 2022. Yes, it had its uh, release date revealed in uh, Times Square as well. Cool. Um, Imagine if nobody noticed. You know, um, fair, fair play. I mean, no, I did notice because everyone was at home because it's pandemic. Isn't true it? that. The true that. So it's kind of a. It was a weird, uh, weird choice. Yeah. 20, 29th of July 2022 in USA. Obviously, release dates differ. Around the world, yeah. But cool, yeah. Cool. Fair play. I don't, like, yeah. Got a good cast. Oh yeah. Um. And like you know, The Rock seems really enthusiastic about this, and I like some of the things The Rock has done. So. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I'm excited. For it. Yeah. It's hopefully it'll be a good film. I hope so. I like that little trailer. Whatever it was, that thing they released wasn't quite a trailer. It was like a teaser thing it's they when... did. Yeah, when um, the, I think The Rock worked with uh, Boss Logic to it was like for Fandom, wasn't it? And he was yeah. kind of talking about the film and that's what it was. Questions. It was Fandom, yeah. Yeah, fan. To be fair, DC Fandom was actually I watched the whole event, or the the like the sat the main Saturday event, you know, with the mm. Batman and, and Justin and all that. It was actually really decent. It was it was a I, decent. Uh, I actually didn't convention. watch any of it. I just waited for the things to be released online. <laughs> yeah, I just had the, I just just kind of sat at home and had the time, and I actually. Yeah. It was yeah, it was really good. It was, I really enjoyed it. Um, but anyway, on with other any uh, other news. Unless you have anything else to say about Black Adam, I do not. Um, Obi Wan Kenobi TV series uh, with the Disney Plus show event thing got a cast announcement, didn't it? Yes, we've, huge cast announcement we have, as well. We've been com- it's been confirmed that Ewan McGregor is going to be playing a character in the show, um, <laughs> which is always nice to know. Yeah, he's a good actor. I wonder who he's going to be. Um, oh yeah, I feel like he could be the lightsaber. Yeah, or the, the bartender. 
Or the bartender. Yeah. Um, Hayden Christensen's coming back. Even though he's playing. The... That's one thing. Right? That's one. Sorry. That's one thing that did throw he's, me. He's playing the Human Torch. Um, because he's on fire. Obviously, they 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 confirmed it on the picture, but they also did confirm it at Disney Plus. Yeah, that, that, that was... came out. Everyone. Everyone was like, "Oh my god, he's coming back!" Yeah, like, it was already, it was already confirmed. Now, this is this is like, one of the things that I've I've noticed online a lot. Um, ever since a, a big part of it is ever since I became part of um, Star Wars Twitter, uh, and I saw people like getting excited about a thing. I can't remember what it was specifically, but something that had already been confirmed like a few years ago. And I'm like, "So you've just become a part of this fandom?" <laughs> like, I'm not. Don't you know? I'm glad that people are fans of this thing. It's just it's funny to see. It's just like this was announced a while ago. This was confirmed ages ago. <laughs> yeah, I find that. I just found it really bizarre. Yeah, um, but yeah, so. Hayden Christensen's back, of course, playing Anakin. Oh, Anakin, Anakin Obi Wan. I was about to say Anakin and Vader. Yep, that's that's what they've said. Uh, Moses Ingram, who there's speculation she's playing a young Ahsoka, but we don't know. Yes, because she posted she posted something to do with wielding lightsabers. Yeah, she's she like she gets to play that. with lightsabers. Um, um, and uh, we get the return. I don't of... know. I... Sorry, Carol. I I love Ahsoka, don't get me wrong, but with her also having her own series coming out now and all that, yeah. I don't want them to overdo the character. If it's yeah, yeah. I mean, and the fact that she's you know a main I mean? cast member, I don't think it will be because this isn't going to be a long show. Everyone's expecting something that's going to be like huge. It's going to be, I think, in total, it's probably going to be about yeah, it's probably going to be about four hours long in total, which is a lot. But I don't think they're going to be spending a lot of time with flashbacks. So for her to be announced with the main cast. I don't know. Yeah. I don't think she's going to be Ahsoka, personally. No. I just feel like it. if this show is going to then... I know they're going to do flashbacks. Of course they are. Even though Star Wars isn't typically known for flashbacks, it has started doing them in more recent stuff. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it will have the opportunity to as well with Hayden Christensen and yeah. Ewan McGregor back. People want to see that. People so want to see Anakin and Obi-Wan in the Clone Wars, yeah. And I wouldn't be surprised if they've even got... um. Temuera Morrison to play a clone or something, but not like with the helmet off because yeah. he's obviously much older now. But they could age him down, I guess. They did it in Aquaman. Um, yeah, no, for sure. Uh, but yeah, on with the rest of the cast. I'm happy to see the return of Joel Edgerton, obviously uh, Uncle Owen. Of course, don't forget Aunt Beru. Yeah, Bonnie P.S. I think that's how you say her name. Um, that's right. They'll be in the first and the last episode. Oh, maybe, maybe. Uh, we've also got um, big, big. Big star, uh, Kumail Nanjiani. Yeah, I'm glad to see he, him getting in a lot of things because he's really good. Yeah, you know he's he's in the MCU now. You know he's going to be in the Star Wars universe. Yeah, fair play to him. He's he's really he's really going for it, isn't he? Yeah, he's um, well, he kind of burst onto the scene when he did that film, The Big Sick, which is obviously it's written by him, starring him, and it's based on his him and his wife's like how they got how they met and how they got together. Yeah, of course. Um, and it's a really good film. It was one of my... I do need to see it. It is, on my... it is on my list. Yeah, it was one of my favourite films the year it came out, which I think was 2017. We yeah. should we should do that one on one episode. Just talk about, like... A, 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 I know it's it's similar to something another podcast is doing, but talk about a year for film. Because, like, 2017 was one of the best years for film, in my opinion. Maybe we should do... We should try and get people to be like, we'll just ask someone, we'll say, say, send us in a random year, and then we use that as the basis of that's the year we we look at yeah not to step on the toes of another podcast we both listen to but <laughs> yeah exactly but like just because I remember 2017 is one of my favourite years for film like I saw so many films yeah, that year, year so many good films 
I'd love to revisit yeah, them a, at some point. But yeah, anyway, it was a very good year. Thor Ragnarok was well, wasn't it that year? Yeah. Um, I could come I mean, I could go into it now, but I'm not going to. Spider-Man: Homecoming was that year. We'll save it for a, We'll save it for an episode. Um, yeah. Uh, one with the cast: Indira Varma, who she was in Game of Thrones, right? right? Yes, Game of Thrones. I first know her from uh, Torchwood series one, episode one. Oh, she in Torchwood? And series one, episode seven. That they keep they keep killing Susie. She played a girl, a woman called Susie Costello, who worked for Torchwood with Captain Jack. And in the first episode, she kind of turns bad, and it's like uh, Eve Miles, who plays Gwen Cooper, ends up replacing her basically. Oh, okay. Um, and she was also in the hit TV show Luther, series one. And then she went on to do Game of Thrones, and has just been kind of going up and up in the kind of film and TV uh, ladder. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't, know, I don't know what else to say. <laughs> uh, I know there's rumours that she might play an Inquisitor, but that's just because fans like to rumour about everything. Um, of course. We also get uh, the appearance of uh, Agent 47 himself, Rupert Friend. Love it. He's playing Hitman. <laughs> God, they've never got that film right, have they? That game right. Nah. Um, but yeah, cool. Uh, we get the appearance of um, O'Shea Jackson Jr., which I like. Because I think he's a yep. great actor. I always have to yeah, tell people. Nice. I always have to point out to people, even though you know he's an actor in his own right. I like to point out to people that he's Ice Cube's son. He is Ice Cube's son, yeah. <laughs> uh, and this is the closest we're going to get to Ice Cube in Star Wars, so <laughs> 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 I think that's quite funny. But he's a really good actor too. Like, it's weird though because whenever I talk about him as a really good actor, my favorite performance by him is in Straight Outta Compton when he plays Ice Cube. <laughs> Yeah, which is like saying that. Oh, my favorite thing from you is when you were your dad. But um, <laughs> no, no, he, no, he's still a compliment. He's still saying he's a good yeah, actor. He's a fantastic actor. I think he's got uh, a long career ahead. Yeah, for sure. And in Star Wars, I like. I'm excited to see what kind of character he plays. Um, but we also then get uh, back from the dead, Sung Kang. <laughs> who's, oh yeah, he's coming back as Han. Who's Han in Fast and, Furious. and Furious? So that's why I said back from the dead. Um, and which is that's that threw me a little bit as well, but yeah, cool. Um, Simone Kessel, famous for the the Kessel Run, I guess. She just comes in. I am the Kessel Run. Yeah. <laughs> uh, now I want to a scene with Han Solo where he's like, "I made the Kessel Run in twelve passes." He's like, "Yeah, so what? I am the Kessel Run." He's <laughs> just like, oh. and a surprise member of the cast, um, Benny Safdie of the Safdie Brothers. Oh. Oh, are they like directors? Yeah, but Benny Safdie's also an actor. He's in the film. I think it's called Good Time. Yeah, he plays okay. he plays Robert Pattinson's brother in Good Time. Oh, fair play, I never knew that. Uh, but yeah, they're a directorial uh, duo. Uh, I'm so excited! Why this ridiculous? Famous for Uncut Gems. Yes, of course. Uh, so they're a very good directorial duo, um, but and Benny Safdie is a decent actor. So I say decent because I've not seen him in anything else. Yeah, but yeah, cool. And that's I'm the so that's the full announcement they've made for that cast. So that's cool. I'm excited to see what they do with it. I hope, yeah, really, really good. hope it doesn't spend a lot of time doing flashback stuff. I think it probably will. 
because I, I know I, I don't think it will spend too much time I think it will do flashbacks I think it's because fans seem to want it to be like I want to see all this Clone War stuff and it's like we we don't need to but yeah but I think I think if this will be the only opportunity they have to do it again you know what I mean like I, I it's, it's it's very highly doubted they're going to do a sequel this has been this has been released as a a limited oh yeah this special is... event so um yeah. i think now if, if they've got the opportunity to do the flashbacks they'll they'll go for the flashbacks yeah i guess but you know only time will do it it's not coming out to what next year so mm-hmm. um you know only time I will just, tell probably yeah. this time next year i would have thought i just hope it does its own thing because that's what i yeah. want to really see from an obi-wan just a series is obi-wan in that time period i've seen him in the clone wars yeah for sure but yeah that's just me personally i don't know i can't speak for every fan obviously um but yeah we're excited for the obi-wan series we'll definitely talk about it when it comes out oh yeah for sure if we're still doing a podcast by then we might we might uh become too big for it who knows um <laughs> we might we might be we might be making our own version of the mcu so you know don't come out if you know oh could you imagine so, i want to i want to make sick, i want to make M- I want to make MCU movies, even though. Oh, it'd be so good. What are you working so on? Oh, I'm just working on the new MCU film. Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah. Um. I wrote this down, but uh, because I saw it initially as it was a casting announcement, but now I've heard it's probably just it's mo- it's most likely just a cameo. But uh, Russell Crowe is going to be in Thor: Love and Thunder. Yes, I heard that actually. Um, I had that as well, but I think I think that's going to be more as the you know they've got um, Matt Damon back and I'm yeah, McCarthy I possibly playing Hella the, the version of Hella. So no, I think I that's confirmed. That... Like I think that's confirmed. I don't know if it's confirmed, oh, confirmed. Okay. Like, but you know what I mean. <laughs> but yeah, I would have I would have thought it's along those lines as opposed to yeah. a well, starring role. Well, I just saw a rumor that said that the best cameo for him is playing Thanos in like that a kind of reenactment thing. That would be quite funny. That would be funny, actually. <laughs> Russell Crowe, that is. But um, I like Russell Crowe. He's a good actor. Yeah, he's pretty decent. I'm not going to lie. I've heard he's, like, not the greatest person. Yeah, it's a bit up and down, I like, think. Like, he, to... he can be a bit of a twat, apparently. But um, I, don't, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know Russell Crowe, so I can't say that. But I, I really... I've, I like a lot of the films I've seen of his. Yeah. He's a good actor. Um, and then the last bit of news... No, not last bit of news, sorry. I've got two pieces of news. It's just all bundled together, so I can't tell. Uh, but I saw th- I saw that it was in talks. I don't know if it's confirmed, but Netflix are paying around 400, 450 million to develop, to develop two Knives Out sequels. Yeah, well, no, I think it's... I think it's been more than confirmed, because I think the, the Knives Out 2 starts filming June 11th in Greece... Um, um, let's have a look. Is what was what's been said. I just wrote down what I'd seen initially. Um, but yeah, uh, either either way, cool, great. I'm really excited for that because, yeah, that's that's great. Such a good film. Um, well, it says on March 31st it was reported that Netflix bought the rights to two Knives Out sequels for over 400 million. That filming will begin on June 28th, 2021 in Greece. Yeah. Uh, despite Lionsgate Lionsgate, because Lionsgate obviously did the first one prior announcement they had approved the sequel reports indicate that Johnson and Bergman retained the sequel rights so 
this is Ryan Johnson and uh, Ram Bergman, his producer friend, who have gone and sold the rights for four hundred and fifty million to make films. Play, I mean, and the first film had a budget of forty million. That's insane. And it made three hundred and eleven, so it's like that's a lot of money. That's more money yeah, than the film ex- made. I'm very excited for Knives Out too. This could end up going for quite a while, to be fair. If they do it right, I don't want them to then now go. Oh, we've got all this money. Let's just go for it. I you want say them to kind of stick to it, it's Ryan Johnson. Like I have faith. Yeah, because definitely. without without getting too controversial, um, the Last Jedi is an amazing Star Wars film, and Ryan Johnson's a fantastic filmmaker. <laughs> I I do love Knives Out. I rewatched it late last year, and I I just really enjoyed it. Oh yeah, it's one it of my such a fun film. It's one of my like all time favorite films. I don't have many films that I can rewatch a lot and get a lot out of still and that film is one of those I I love it so yeah. it getting sequels that aren't like and I like the idea that the sequels aren't going to be direct sequels it's going to be more mysteries start with Daniel Craig as Benoit Blanc no exactly it's, it's very much following the footsteps of uh, like Murder on the Orient Express and, yeah, and classic Fire Murder Row mystery kind of story all that yeah. you know like Miss Marple all those kind of things that, <laughs> that takes the takes the <laughs> The central character. Yeah, yeah, I don't know why I said Miss Barpole, alright, but let's just go with it. And um, it's a central character and kind of runs yeah. with different histories. Well, those, those are the kind of films I'd like to see in the cinema, but yeah. yeah. I wonder if, if I wonder if if with Netflix it will go directly to Netflix or if they'll release it in the cinema as well. We, know, we never know. You never, never know. Yeah, it's a, it's a difficult one. Um, and the last bit of news is that. Uh, DC confirmed that both New Gods, well, Warner Brothers confirmed that both New Gods and The Trench have been shelved for the time being. Saw this. I saw The Trench one, and I was going to send it to you straight away because of our... Uh, our little running gag, uh, which I don't remember the full uh, details of, so I won't go into right now. It, <laughs> but no, I was, was talking about it recently. We were like, it was... Yeah, we would. We, we always said that if they made The Trench, you should do it in 40x, and that they, they they sit you down and they flood the cinema and you have to survive the trench for two hours. Yeah, but they don't they don't give hard. you anything to survive inside the cinema with. Like you are literally and just they, drown, you, you are just drowned inside a cinema and then everybody dies. Um, it's quite grim. So yeah, <laughs> so and you don't know. know it's happening either. Yeah, and we made up. It's quite that, dark. Yeah, we it's made up. Dark. We made up a story about the trench being like the most controversial film ever because it kills millions of people. But. Um... <laughs> Yeah, which now you know, having a pandemic on uh, going on is is <laughs> probably another possibility. Uh, I didn't think about. I didn't think about that. Oh wow! Um, but I was actually talking about this the other day because um, I was watching um, when I was watching Godzilla vs Kong. I did the whole you know took some Cineworld things and put them on YouTube first. Yeah, I know so, you did. I yeah. saw it on your, um, uh, your friend's Instagram. Yeah, and my friend mentioned something about 40x actually like putting like water in the cinema and i was like oh that just that's already i've already got that idea mate i don't know what you're on about <laughs> it's called the, the trench dc's the trench uh which has been shelved uh, which was meant to be uh, made by james one and obviously new gods was ava duvernay um but yeah. warner brothers did say that if they were to then make those films again they would still stick with the same filmmakers so it's not cancelled it's sh- shelved they just don't know what they're doing, really, do they? They don't really know well, where I think, to take this universe. I think I heard someone mention that it was like something to do with how... Because obviously New Gods would feature Darkseid and stuff. Yeah. And how Darkseid's just been featured in... Uh, 
Zack Snyder's Justice League, Justice League that maybe they want to distance themselves a little bit from it but then there's also the things like where they have numerous Jokers they have numerous Batman like I don't know it just sounds like they're relying it sounds too much like they're, they're relying on the upcoming Flash film to kind of reset everything and kind of possibly. start again possibly um, which wouldn't surprise me in the slightest because I just don't think they know what they're doing anymore well we'll We'll see what they—they've got to have some idea, obviously. Maybe they are. Maybe it is just a matter of yeah, we're just going to push forward with the Flash. Like, obviously, we know Aquaman two is meant to still be going ahead. Yeah, I'm excited about because I really enjoyed the first Aquaman. Yeah, I do too. Um, I see, a I lot see of people. A lot of people give it. Sh- a lot of people give it shit, especially DC fans. But like, I love Aquaman too. I don't. Yeah, I don't think Aquaman's a bad film at all. Like, I think it's not a great film, but I, I love it. <laughs> You know what I like? It's just it's fun, like it's just a fun film. Oh yeah, it's really it. No, it, it is really fun, um, and I really like. Yeah, we could talk. We could talk about that another time. But yeah, Aquaman's a good film. But that's all the news I had. I don't know if you had anything. I did not. No, I. Uh, oh, you're useless. I apologize. I uh, I have been quite useless this week. I'll be honest. Okay. Well, I feel like then talking about a film that's uh, really fun, but uh, isn't necessarily breaking the boundaries of what cinema can be. Uh, Godzilla vs. Kong was released. Oh, we're doing that. I thought you wanted to talk about trailers. Oh, shit. <laughs> I hate to... I hate to... Sorry, it's because that was, they're higher up in... That was a good segue, but they're higher up in my news thing. But that's fine. We can go back to them. Uh, yeah, the Suicide Squad trailer... The Suicide Squad trailer was released. Um, Black Widow had a new trailer. And The Bad Batch. So... Yep. Watch uh, all three. Uh, we'll talk about the Suicide Squad trailer so, i i know i know it had a green band trailer as well as a red band trailer but i've only seen the red band trailer i watched both i preferred the red band trailer i mean for sure obviously there's that shot of uh the sh- i can't remember the shark's actual name um is it king shark yeah <laughs> yeah of ripping a guy in half so you know yeah and you i like i like the bit like in the red band trailer. you know where uh uh where idris up blood shot by idris Elba goes oh we're all gonna Bloodsport, sorry i guess we're all gonna die and, and then uh, David Parker does mouse yeah. goes, yeah, he goes, I hope so. And then it just goes, oh, for fuck's so. sake. I in, like... the, in the Green Bad trailer, they've replaced that with, oh, for God's sake. It just doesn't have the same I, but I also feel like that's probably... That's probably not how the scene's going to go. It's probably just a lot of bits from that one scene cut together. But yeah, no, that's... Oh, that's for sure. Yeah. Um, I like... I actually read... My favourite part about that is when David Desmalchian says I hope so because like, it's, the, it's, the, it's the convincing way he says it as well we're just like I hope so <laughs> like, it's great the trailer looks I fantastic I really enjoyed the trailer yeah, yeah I really really enjoyed it I was speaking to a friend who actually didn't enjoy it he said it just looked a bit too strung together which I, I can I mean it, that's what trailers not, are but <laughs> no but it wasn't it's not the best made trailer that I've seen it, I mean it, 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 feel, it has felt it felt a little yeah, uh, stuck together if that makes sense. But it, the, the the look of the film itself looks great. Like, I'm really excited yeah. for the film. Well, it's one of um, those it's one of those things where like, obviously I always say I'm not a big fan of trailers. I'm more about I'm just this just makes me excited. It does make me excited to see the film. I wouldn't say I'm like oh this is a fantastic trailer. I would say this looks like a fantastic film. Yeah. Um. Yeah. But yeah, I do. I do. I very much like the look of it. I think John John Cena looks like he's really going to um, do well. In I'm, that yeah, as well. I know. I love John Cena in this trailer. Like, 
it's it's you can tell why they've already given him a started filming a spin-off series do you know yeah, what i mean i'm so i'm like um, now i'm like oh i'm wow i'm really i'm really behind seeing the show now like um i i just like the look of all of them i like the look of king shark i like the look of uh, uh blood sport blood sport uh yeah blood sport um harley quinn's back which is great um peter capaldi is the thinker we didn't um, get much of him in this um Jai no, Courtney I... obviously is back as Captain Boomerang. Viola Davis and obviously is back. they confirmed the villain to be uh, Starro or one of the villains well, to be Starro. Starro's in it. Yeah, we don't know when that takes place in the film specifically, but I just I do love the fact that they've James Gunn has gone for for that though. So I, I think that's fantastic. I only found out about Starro recently, yeah. um, and I think it's a ridiculous character. So when I watched this trailer, I was like. <laughs> Fuck! I just found out about this. It's fucking Starro. <laughs> just it just makes sense, and, though, doesn't it? And even like, though we for... only get a glimpse of him in the trailer, he looks really good. Like it looks really good. Yeah. I don't know if you can say it he looks great, but yeah, Starro know... looks, looks great. Like the colorfulness um, around it and stuff like that. Um, I just think the whole thing looks so much fun. Like, I feel like I'm gonna go into the cinema and just have a great time. Oh yeah, like um. James Gunn is perfect for this, I think. Yeah, for sure. He's got that... I don't know, he's got that action sense, he's got that comedy sense that, like, he's gonna do well with these characters, like... I do love the Guardians of the Galaxy, so I'm not gonna... But I don't think this is gonna be, like, comparable to that. No, it's gonna... You know, it's gonna be its own thing, and I I think... Comparable? um, I think the word is I think this could be the film that starts... Uh, DC to go back on that kind of uh, go up the hill as opposed to falling down the shitter as I would say never said that before I, must say, I don't know if this is the it. film that's going to do that because this isn't going to set the tone for what DC is going to be going forward obviously well, no, no, this not is nece- its own not necessarily, thing but... yeah not necessarily in terms of of in that way but I mean more of a sort of you'll think of DC films and instead of going Oh, DC, oh, Man of Steel, or Batman v Superman, it'll go, oh no, Justice League, no, that was actually a, a good film, like, Aquaman, yeah. You'll start thinking of it more as Maybe. decent, as opposed to just pure <laughs> shine. Yeah, of course. Um, I'm really excited for this film, I think it's going to be good. Yeah, I am. I am as well. Also, Sylvester Stallone confirmed as uh, King Shark's King voice. Shark. Yep. Cool. That's that trailer. Um... Black Widow got a new trailer. I don't want to talk about it too much because, you know, I don't know. It's had about eight trailers now. <laughs> uh, but I think the film still looks good. This it trailer really good. I'm just ready to watch it now. This I'm trailer to... was definitely showing us more about the, the, the we're going to see quite a lot of her backstory. Yeah, this was the this was probably the first trailer. I knew there was going to be backstory, but this was the first trailer that made me like that properly showed. Oh no, we're going to see her as a child. We're going to see her and her sister we're gonna actually properly explore that as opposed to just kind of mentioning it mentioning it yeah i should have said um yeah i'm i have got to the point now though that i'm just i'm just ready to watch it now oh yeah i'm still um, I, and i'm still excited was, for the it, film as well so like yeah oh yeah i'm buzzing for the film like I'm, I'm glad they they did another trailer don't get me wrong but i'm now just at the point of i just want to sit and watch it now i'm ready to I'm ready. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm very excited. Yeah. Uh, and then obviously, uh, Bad Batch got its, I assume, its final trailer. 
before the show is yeah, released right. in a month. Oh no, it's this is something I want to talk to you. This is something I want to talk to you about Bad Batch actually. Okay. Um, I mean, well, the trailer, it's the trailer, you know, looks good, looks same, you know, same uh, style and stuff as Clone Wars and Rebels or, or more yeah. Clone Wars. I should but say. it's more, more, yeah, uh, more definitely more Clone Wars than Rebels. Yeah. They have right, they have confirmed that the opening episode, is seventy minutes. minutes sorry, is seventy minutes. I think that's too long for this kind of well, Star Wars kind of animation. I shows. think it's going to be. I think it's going to be like strung together a few episodes to be like similar to how the Clone Wars movie is the first few episodes just stuck together. Yeah, exactly. But my worry is is it's either going to work in its favor or it's. I think it'll be fine. Or it won't. I have faith. Yeah. But what do you think? Of, what do you think of the trailer? I think the trailer itself looks good. Yeah, I think it looks great. I think it. I. I mean, it's one of those things where it's. It's. I have a lot of faith in the animated Star Wars stuff. Like. Yeah. Especially this kind of stuff, and like the Bad Batch were already set up as quite a like a unique team that you can get behind and you can enjoy. So. Yeah. No, I'm. I ain't got any problems. With this. Yeah, for sure. I ain't got any problems with the length of it either. Like I'm. I'm like, oh, cool. That's. A lot of a lot to have at one time, but you know I'm not like worried. If it's good, it's good. If it's bad, it's bad. <laughs> I don't, don't know what else that's to say. Fair. I was, that's fair. I respect that. I think it will flow like a, a free episode arc or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah but then yeah, yeah, because um the first episode of Rebels was technically like quite long. Well, how many episodes are in this series? It's not really said, are they? No, it's not confirmed. I think you could work it out. You could work it out, like if you were to pay attention to, for example, when Loki starts and stuff like that. Yeah, no, that's a good point, actually. So I think it will end either the week before Loki starts or two weeks before Loki starts. Um, yeah, which means it could be very short, or it could go longer. Who knows? You can't really predict these things. Plus, because the first episode obviously is coming out on the fourth, and then it begin, then it will be weekly as of the seventh. Yeah, I just find it weird not knowing how many episodes there's going to be, like... We'll know, I think we'll know before it comes out. Yeah, um, true. Give me a second. Because I think if we did look at the... So, so they start... The, we are oh, fucking wrong month. Um, weekly from the 7th, so we'll get the 70-minute one. Yep. Then we get episode 2, essentially. 3, 4, 5... It could technically be... Um, if the next episode, if it has an episode on the fourth, because Loki starts on June eleventh, I believe. Yes, it so does. Yeah. If it has an episode on June fourth, it would be one, two, three, four, five, and then the five episodes, and then the seventy-minute one, which could mean basically it's an eight-episode series. Okay. Yeah, I can see that. Like, so I think the, fir- so the first episode then work its way up a series because this, this yeah. probably, you know, this series two and three and all that stuff. Possibly. But it could just be an eight-episode okay. series. Like it could just be something like that. Yeah, could be an event, like an event series. It has like one big story. But um, yeah, we never, you don't know. We don't know. It could run longer, but I don't think it will because I don't think it will intersect with Loki because that's not what Disney want to do. Yeah, I don't really see him going that way. No. Uh, we'll find out though. Yeah, for sure. Um, but yeah, that's it. That's the trailers. Oh, Sweet. and Space Jam 2. Space Jam 2 had a trailer. I don't know if you watched yeah, it. Fun. Yeah, I watched it. It was fun. I mean, it was. It looks. Mm. 
it doesn't you know it, it looks like a film i'd take like i'd go see with family kind of thing but i wouldn't done that. I, i'm not gonna go out I'm not going to go out of my way to go and watch it. Well, it's obviously doing that thing where it's going to involve loads of different universes, isn't it? So it's like, oh, okay. Yeah. Right. But I'm not too... Nah. Not too bothered about it, I'll be honest. Well, they're not. They're, ne- they're never going to be able to top the greatest film ever made, are they? So. Well, you know, you've always said that Space Jam is the greatest film ever made. It is. So. It is. Okay. That's an indisputable yeah. fact. Yeah, no, of course it is. Yeah, it is. I'm not, not gonna. Yeah, no, I'm not. You know, it's fine. It, yeah, it is. <laughs> of course, why not? It just is. Just for just for listeners' sake, throughout university, Connor and our friend Harvey would often say to me that that Space Jam is the greatest film ever made, and I would it's... actively disagree. And I'd never understand why they'd say. It. And to this day, I still don't really understand why they always say it to me. Because it's the greatest film Maybe ever made. But yeah, of course it is. Yeah. Okay. It is. Cool. Oh my god, he doesn't understand. Can we move on to Godzilla vs. Kong before I just cry? Um, well, yeah, I mean, I, I, there's there's two indisputable facts, and that's that Space Jam is the greatest movie ever made, and Attack of the Clones is the best Star Wars film. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> two indisputable facts. Um, anyway, yeah, uh, Godzilla vs. Kong is a good film. It's a film. Let's uh, talk about oh, it. We... Okay, straight out of the bat. Straight out, straight out of the bat. Yeah. Let's go. Well, who, who, who made the film? You, you, you do this. Oh, sh- I got me. I'm not quite quick. Do a little song while I get it ready. Oh no! They say he's got to go. Go, go, Godzilla. Ooh. <laughs> Fuck's sake. Okay, oh, so Godzilla. No. I mean, no, there goes Tokyo. Go, go, oh, Godzilla. Mate. Sorry, I love that song. Um, so, uh, Godzilla vs. Kong, directed by Adam Wingard, uh, screenplay by Eric Pearson and Max Bo- uh, Bornstein. And our good uh, friend story... Michael Doherty. Yes, no, the story is by Michael Doherty, Terry Rossio, and Zach yeah. Shields. Um, based on Godzilla by Toho and King Kong by Edgar Wallace and Marion C. Cooper. Yeah. Um, got music by Junkie XL. Don't know what else you want me to talk about. Distributed no, by just, Ward Province. No, I just wanted the you know those details, like the writers and that. You, I'll tell you what, no, you've done it every so, other time. Its budget is was between 155 to 200 million. Yeah. So far, the box office because it has been released in theaters in some countries. Yeah, China and that. We, we, we had to rent it. So far, its box office is at 161.7. That's really good for um, a pandemic. Yeah, for a pandemic. Considering it's, it's consider yeah, I mean, cause I know it made 122 million when it was released in China, I think. Yeah. So, let's just go for it, because I, I kind of know-ish where you stand with this film. Yeah. Well, the film, the film um, I know the film stars uh, Alexander Skarsgård, uh, yep. what's her Rebecca name? Rebecca Hall, Hall, that's it. I always, uh, get, I always get confused with her Iron Man 3 character, Maya Hansen. Yeah, so, I they're, so, well. they're such basic names. Um, anyway, yeah, Rebecca uh, Hall. Billy Bobby Brown. Yeah. Brian Tree Henry, um, Eliza Gonzalez, Iza, I don't know how you say her name. Um, Julian Dennison, yes. Uh, a, a cameo from Carl Chandler. Uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's, he is, he's he barely is, in it. I'm gonna come right. Look, I'm gonna come straight out of the bat. Right. Mm-hmm. I just quickly want to say this. He is not needed in this film. No, he's not. But here's here's also what I think. I think they cut a lot out of this film. Well, no, I was just about to say so. I'm just looking at the cast list. Because Jessica Henwick um, was meant to be in it as well. Jessica Henwick was filmed, but she got cut from the final version yep. as lo- alongside, and I'm going to butcher this name, Zhang Zi? 
fucking. I don't know. I'm so um, sorry. Also, like, like there's a scene when um, what's his name, Lance Reddick, who she was in. So Zhang, sorry, Zhang Z was in Godzilla Two. Oh yeah, she's King of the Monsters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, she was cut from this film as well. Yeah. Yeah, she was um, uh, Doctor Chen and Doctor Ling. And then fucking, but yeah, uh, where's his name? Yeah, Lance Reddick is in this, but I don't think he even says anything. Uh, Lance Reddick as Gilherm. Oh, oh yeah, no, no. So you see him in one scene with Carl Chandler looks at a screen. Yeah, yeah. And he's behind it, but I, I never would have said that he was in this film until you just said no, that. Yeah, I didn't. Even know. Um, and then we get some of it, like one of my favorite little appearances i just want to just touch on this it's a it's you know when they go to that um shop to look for the guy look to try when they're trying to track down uh brian tyree henry's character oh yeah well with the guy that asked him to like the buy the fish and stuff yeah ronnie shang i like uh Cheng shang i don't know how you say his last name but i like him he's he's funny um yeah, no, that was a good scene. Uh, Apple, I, when I watched the scene the se- second time, I was like, "Oh yeah, that's actually that's quite funny." He said, "There's a line he says that I can't remember what it is, but like I really liked it." I think it's you no. Know, he says a line about like because um when, when they're asking like, "Do you sell bleach?" and he's like, "Oh, this isn't one of those challenges again." And I didn't. If I knew those kids were gonna eat those, like you know, those basically the Tide Pod thing. <laughs> I was like, oh, "That's quite funny, actually." Anyway, <laughs> sorry. And there's also Let's a villain. Get my, let also, me get my notes up. There's also Demi and Bishir, who plays Walter Simmons, who's essentially the human villain in this film. Spoilers, by the way. <laughs> oh, that's what I was going to ask. Do you want to spoil this <laughs> off the bat, or do you want to do spoilers and then non-spoilers? Non-spoilers and spoilers. Fuck it, spo- spoilers. Spoilers. Spoil right, we're going to... Actually, gonna no, quickly, quickly, very quickly, very quickly, very quickly. Um, okay. Yeah, spoilers. Sorry, I was going to be like, let's just say what we think, but no, no, spoilers. Fuck it. Yeah, I think for for films such as like Black Widow or something, like that, we, we we will do non-spoilers and yes. spoilers. But this is just for me. This is just considered yeah. you, the, the plot is quite. You can tell what's going to happen, so yeah. we're just going to let's I was, spoil what, it. Let's just I can I can know what something I can say without any spoilers, and that's just the human the human element in this story um, is dog shit. No, let's say no. I'm going to listen. Shut up a minute. Um, the human element of the first two Godzilla movies, at least, is very poor. Um, it's very boring and we don't care but they're trying to make us care about what's going on with this human drama it's a bit better in kong because the characters are more interesting but still none of the human element in any of these films is good the human element in this story is literally to get kong and godzilla to fight which means which is perfect for this film it's not great because i don't care about any of them but i think the cast are likable enough in the scenes they have um I, I, and I, no, and they are literally only there to get Godzilla and Kong to fight. Yes, I will agree with that to a certain extent, but I, for the most part, I'll speak about it more in spoilers. But for the most part, I do think the human element in this is dog shit. I, I maybe not. That's quite a harsh way to say it. Maybe yeah. Is it? There, there was. It's really hard to not spoil it. Fucking hell! It, there's there's human aspects I actually really enjoyed and I thought worked quite well. Mm-hmm. There is a lot of human aspects in this I didn't think oh, no, I didn't I'm not, care about and wasn't needed. Yeah, I'm not saying it's good. I'm just saying I I wasn't like I didn't hate hate any of it. Like I didn't be like oh this is unnecessary. This is boring. Like it was there was none of that because I think this film moves at a really brisk pace. I think the pacing for this film is better than the first two Godzilla films for sure I think mm-hmm. the, the pacing they kind of get right the one thing this isn't really a spoiler so this is still non-spoiler but 
I Alexander Skarsgård is a character that I found I was going up and down. That was the one character I was going very up and down with in terms of likability. Mm-hmm. Because when he was when he was doing all this kind of serious stuff, I quite liked it, and it was I I enjoyed seeing the kind of serious side to him and in and um, uh, how he wanted to discover what he wants to discover and all that kind of stuff. But in the film, had some instances where it tried to make not on purpose, but there'd be a sick like try and make it a little bit more comedic at certain points that I think didn't land at all. I see I didn't feel a bit maybe it's because it, maybe it's because it didn't land, but I didn't get any of that. I didn't find anything where it was like he's being intentionally comedic. I felt like maybe his intro scene was meant to, was meant to be, but I I didn't view it as that. Yeah, but it was also scenes where maybe not necessarily they might not have intended it to be comedic, but Stephen scenes such as like uh, uh they they are they'd appear somewhere and he'd just start screaming and you could tell that the reaction he was giving obviously was genuine in the moment for the character but the the the, the film has tried to play it off more comedic which doesn't make his character look very great it's hard to not spoil this man let's just jump can we just jump to spoilers because this is this is difficult mm-hmm. um do you want to do you want to do you want to round off the non-spoilers thought with a kind of Rate in, or do you want to wait till the end? I'll wait till the end. Okay, I'll let you go first. I'll let you go first. So, sport. Let's sport this film. What did did you like this film? Let's start with that. I think that's an easy question. Yeah, I loved it. I, I did really, I I did really enjoy it. I enjoyed the the visual elements of this film and the sound elements of this film are insane. Mm-hmm. Like they it, they're ridiculously good. Um. I enjoyed because basically they they my favorite sequence of the entire film is probably I enjoyed the the middle act of the film the most I think where they where they go to the hollow earth and they explore the hollow earth with Kong that's the bit you enjoyed I the most that, well not enjoyed the most but that was the <laughs> bit I found that's the bit I found most interesting in the film okay I'd say but okay. the bit I probably enjoyed the most is obviously Godzilla and Kong just kicking the shit out of each other at the end well um, I I would say it's less Godzilla and Kong kicking the shit out of each other than it is Godzilla absolutely wrecking Kong shit. Yeah, he they, and they, you know, they did say from the beginning that they will there will be a clear winner, and they did have a clear winner. Yeah, um, Godzilla, Godzilla wins. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, if you had watched it with me, oh my god, I was so happy. <laughs> I, bet you I was like, you I could have imagined yeah. it. <laughs> the one thing I was surprised about with this film, though, is is. It feels like a Kong film. It oh no! Yeah, feel no, like it does. Godzilla versus Kong. It's definitely Kong is the main focus, and Godzilla appears in the film. Does that I, make sense? Yeah, I can agree with a lot with something people say about uh, a criticism between Kong and Godzilla as characters is that Kong has more character. Godzilla is literally yeah. just I'm a big monster and I want things to be my way kind of thing. Like I get that. I love Godzilla. I'm never gonna change my mind. I love him. I, but um. Yeah, I Kong's... like Godzilla from a from sorry, I like Godzilla from the action side of it, but I prefer Kong from a character point of view. No, Kong yeah, Kong definitely has more humanity, that's what it really is what it boils down to. Yeah, for sure. Um so that's why because we can because because we feel like we can relate to Kong, that's why we like I was about to say like him more, but I like Godzilla more, so but yeah. But I hate people, so you know. <laughs> That's fair. See for see for me, for me, I've always been a fan of. I've always been. I've always, always been a fan been... of people. 
for me, I was always more of a fan of like Kong Skull Island as opposed to the two Godzilla films, as we spoke about. So yeah. I liked the fact it took uh, it took Kong and really explored him in this film, and I really I really enjoyed seeing uh, more of Kong. But I did I did want more Godzilla in certain aspects of the film. I... Obviously, in the big fight scenes, you get you get enough of Godzilla. When Godzilla is just kicking the shit out of him, and that's great and it's so good to see. Yeah. But I just I was surprised at how how little Godzilla is in this film for me. I don't think he's in it that little, but yeah, it is, it is definitely a lot more focus on Kong. Yeah, for sure. Um, but then again, Godzilla has had two films, so... No, yeah, you, yeah, he has. I mean, no, this film is a good film. I do, in, I, I, I did really enjoy it, but I, I enjoyed it for what it's meant to be. Like, I enjoyed the Godzilla yeah. versus Kong sequences I didn't enjoy the human aspects as you said like but they are the human aspects are purely there to yeah. lead Godzilla and Kong to promote to make us understand yeah. why Godzilla and Kong are fighting each other I think this film was probably meant to have a lot more of that human element or like a lot more I know we've already said this stuff cut but I feel like it was meant to be there was going to be some more human drama and stuff um yeah uh, and I feel like in the edit they've realised I don't think that's what's going to sell this film you know we need to cut that stuff out make it a more brisk film and it's only something like uh 20 minutes shorter than the previous one but it feels short yeah yeah, the pacing the pacing was really like you said it was really brisk and it kind of it didn't it didn't kind of linger on certain aspects it just kind of went with it yeah um which is what i like like it it does like yeah we get um there's a hint to like alexander skarsgård had a brother and i feel like we probably would have seen what happened to his brother in a lot in a longer film yeah for sure but i like the fact it was just he had a brother he died and then they got on with it yeah yeah they they don't they don't linger in too much of there's um, not scenes of him just kind of sitting in a room yeah. crying we get um the japanese character i don't know if he's played by a japanese actor uh shin Loguri, uh playing ren serizawa who's the son of uh ken watanabe's character Oh, you only hear his name. You only hear that. his name said like twice. Um, yeah, if you didn't, re- if you didn't know the name of Ken Watanabe's characters, then you wouldn't have noticed it. But yeah, he's because they don't touch upon it at all. They don't touch upon his dad, like him as like his relationship with his dad or anything like that. They would have done that in a longer film. There's probably deleted scenes. That's the thing, I that. didn't. Yeah, I didn't even know that was the case. Yeah, uh, he's Sarah. Yeah, Sarazawa. Um. Um. We get. Uh, I think the stuff. Yeah, it's like the same stuff with uh, Millie Bobby Brown and um, that. We don't get a lot of that. We get that she's clearly still interested in the Godzilla stuff. Carl Chan is obviously still working with Monarch. Um, we get one what scene. What a gracious cameo from him. him. I think it's fine. His yeah. character's not interesting at all. He does. He's not. He's do- not the, but the thing is, yeah. he's absolutely not doing anything. Like he is doing nothing. You just see Monica, him walking around staring yeah, at us. He's, d- he's doing something. He's like, we just need to figure out why Godzilla's doing this. And it's like, well, you're not doing a very good job. They go to Hong Kong because they're like, oh, something's drawing us to Hong Kong. I don't remember why he goes to Hong Kong. But um, he's in Hong Kong at the end, obviously. Uh, but he does, he's not doing he's anything. The one, he's the one thing in this film that goes, oh no, Monica a thing. Yeah, he's the one thing to yeah. remind us that Monica a thing, even though uh, Alexander Skarsgård does have Monarch on his outfit. He has a Monarch symbol on it. Yeah. Um, because he was a monarch scientist but um yeah and then we there's a lot of stuff in this film where you feel like oh there was definitely more here and it would have really brought the film down 
so I'm glad it's not there but I'm glad we have the human characters anyway because but the thing because that's, that's also the thing is like the humans let's just quickly say this Alexander Skarsgård's character is hired to go and find something for the leader of a company called Apex Cybernetics the character's name is Walter Simmons yep. um He's hired to go and find a power source. Uh, he doesn't, and they're like trying to, but he knows that, like, oh, okay, to get to this power source, we need to get into the Hollow Earth somehow, but we can't because we'll be crushed by the gravity. Um, so he's like, we need to find someone who knows how to get in there and can lead us in there. And he's like, oh shit, I know Kong. And then suddenly he's there talking to Rebecca Hall about it, and it's like, we need Kong to guide us. Okay, let's take Kong. They're taking Kong. We need to make sure we avoid Godzilla. We don't want to take Kong because we don't want Godzilla to come and attack him. But it's fine. We'll just do our best to avoid him. But no, it doesn't work. Godzilla comes and finds Kong, and then they start fighting in the ocean. Um, <laughs> I know I just really, really ran through great, that. Um, you really just recapped the first half of that film. Yeah, and I did miss a little couple of little bits, such as, yes, Kong is now is still on Skull Island, but the weather has changed on Skull Island for some reason. It's now being surrounded by, like, a huge storm uh, yep. that's killed the natives. Yeah, I like the fact they referenced the natives from Kong Skull Island as well. Yeah, but they're um, dead. <laughs> they're all dead, yeah. And there's a little deaf girl who's there who we see in the trailers but we find out in the film she's deaf um right she was she was just quick before you can your recap she was an element i did enjoy yeah I I was enjoyed, about, but I, there I was, was there was sorry there was one big moment that i i actually shared at the screen oh fuck off that i was really hoping you also did what is when it appears that the monkey king kong can communicate through sign language what do you mean there's loads of there's loads of evidence of monkeys learning sign language. He is a very intelligent I know, monkey. I know. I'm, I'm was, sorry. No, that that I some, no for some reason for some reason the fact no but it was the fact that he knew it would only communicate to this little deaf girl because I he only trusts her. Is... It makes sense. Kong literally only trusted one person in the original story. That w- fucking stupid woman he meets and then carries her to the top of the Empire State Building. Yeah, I like, just I don't no, know. No, I I'm sorry. That's that's believable for me because I like Kong is a highly intelligent and he's not a monkey because monkeys have tails um, a highly intelligent gorilla ape whatever which one you want to call him um, so you know I understand the fact that he's learned sign language and can then and only wants to speak with this person because he's a very we've seen that he he knows when to not to trust people and he knows when to trust them we see that in Kong Skull Island it just it just in the moment I understand it, and I understand that it makes sense. But in the moment, I just went, "Oh fuck off!" No, really? I, you but... know that's not something. That's not something that would take me out of that story because I'm like, no, like that's that's like watching Rise of the Planet of the Apes and being, "Oh fuck off!" when he says no. <laughs> like, oh fuck off! He can speak. That's literally where the films, like, yeah, of course he can. <laughs> but yeah, no, because mon- mon- just monkeys can learn sign film... language. It's it's happened in real life. No, I'm not saying that. But in a film that that in a I've film about a giant fictional monkey, human. you don't find it believable that he can use sign language. No, in a film that's never that in films like this that have never really been coherent, I was surprised that they had actually touched upon something that could actually be true. Okay, in real life. okay. No, that's I'm not. What I that's mean. fine. If it if like, it if it didn't feel right to you, that's fine. I'm just yeah. I feel like that was no. It good. was more. It was more of a case of it was because in these kind of films, everything that happens, you don't. I I don't. That doesn't make sense. But they're doing it. All right, fuck it. But yeah. but in that bit, I was I was kind of was just like, oh fuck off. That actually, I'm surprised that's a moment that actually makes sense in a film that okay. should not make sense. Okay, I'll I'll give you the benefit of the doubt. Though. Does that does that make sense? <laughs> In what I'm saying, mm-hmm. whatever you say, 
whatever I say. But, um, yeah, but no, I loved the relationship between Kong and the girl. I think it's it's nice. Yeah, that was a really nice relationship. I like the fact that that was your kind of emotional kind of yeah way in as well. I yeah. did enjoy that, and I think she's you know she was a very good actress as well. Yeah, uh, Kaylee Hottle. Yeah, playing the character Gia. Um, and I actually like her relate. I know you don't get too much of it, but I like her relationship with Rebecca Hall's character Eileen Andrews. Um, I think, you know, she's very maternal over the girl. Obviously, it's not actually her daughter, but yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I actually like their relationship. I know it's not we don't spend a lot of time with it, but I think they they work well together as well. Because um, I like I actually didn't mind Rebecca Hall in this. She does. She's not insufferable. She's, you know. Oh, she's good in this she's film. Very yeah, straight she's edged. Good. She's, you know, to the point. She knows what to do. Yeah. A character I didn't like was uh, Isa Gonzalez's character because she just feels like yeah, I she feels so fake. It, no, it feels the the. It's not that she isn't good in the role. It feels that the character is very forced in. Yeah, she's just it's, there. It's to, more yeah. the case of what does she apart from getting the energy source? Yeah, that's what she's needed, sent to do. Yeah. That's all she's what is she needed? Why is she needed in the film? You know, in all the scenes, you don't need her. It's only I mean, that very you, last. Yeah, bit. you don't really. You need that character, someone who is there to specifically get, like that, uh, the material they need from the uh, Hollow Earth, the power source, so they can um, yeah. power something. We'll get to, um, but uh, yeah, it didn't need to be. You know this character is like, oh, I'm big and in charge and all that kind of stuff, and I'm the daughter of the guy who's behind all this kind of thing, you know. Um, but it's fine because Kong crushes her anyway. Yeah, that's a he just fucking grabs that's, the ship and goes, nah, fuck that's you. That's very satisfying. <laughs> yeah, I think I think the, the the strongest elements of this film are the uh, the fight sequences, yeah. the visual aspects of this film like oh, the visuals of Hollow Earth I found interesting. Yeah, I like that. It's really fun to watch and look at Kong and his natural um, habitat. And um and obviously the sound design and the score I really enjoyed, but it was the it's the human element that while I understand it is you understand its purpose. I understand it, why yeah. it's there. But it's it's at the same point I didn't particularly it's weak. It's weak. Yeah, I, yeah, I didn't care for any of the characters no, apart no. from the little girl. No, the little girl was the only one I actually went. If she is like, if anything happens, nothing to her, would. I would nothing be would. You don't. You don't. Of kill, course not. You wouldn't kill but, a child in this film. But um, something else I wanted to touch on with um, uh, Isa Gonzalez's character is that in almost any scene she refers to Kong, she calls him a monkey, and no one corrects her because Kong isn't a monkey. He doesn't have a tail. Monkeys have tails. No, but you would have. You also would have thought Rebecca Hall's... But that's what I'm saying. That's what I mean about things in these films that don't make sense, right? Because it would make sense if they bring in the aspect of, you know, got uh, King Kong learned sign language and he's very intelligent. Then it would make sense for them to bring in the fact that he is an ape or a gorilla and not a monkey and that I, Rebecca Hall's character of Irene Andrews would mention that. Even if it was a throwaway line, her mm. character is so kind of... Um, uh, what's the word she's so kind of intelligent when it comes to Kong and she's learned everything about him yeah. and is really inter- and very kind of protective over him in a way it, yeah. it would make sense for her to bring that up Yeah. so why wouldn't they do you know what I mean it's things like that that, that that kind of make you go a bit oh that's a bit that's a bit weird and it's also really thrown me that, that the character of Ren Sirizawa like you said is 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 the son of 
Kenwell Ken Watanabe's character. Yeah. Oh, that is that is really genuinely. I've no, it is like, it is, but um, because but the only reason that you don't get it is because I mean, not saying you don't get it, but I'm saying the only reason you don't is because they don't touch upon it. They say his name and that's it. They don't even say something about oh, your father, this and that. It's just no, his name's Serizawa. Like <laughs> no, exactly because I mean, especially for people like that might have seen the first two but haven't yeah. watched it in quite a while. Do you know what I mean they would they would have no idea hmm. that he's related unless it's and there's a throwaway line that says oh you know you, you, oh you are your father's son like oh thank you except you know? he's not because he's yeah. very much doing the opposite of what Ken Watanabe's character would have done wanted. yeah um yeah. I wanted to go back to the beginning of the film to talk a little bit about God's uh, Kong's introduction to the film. Where yes. he's like peacefully on his. It looks like he's peacefully living in his island. He wakes up. He has his little scratches morning. His, scratches his ass. He has his morning routine. You know, he goes for a little. Walk. I loved that. And then he's. I love it when you don't know what's going on. He obviously picks up the tree, says hello to the little girl first, picks up his tree, and then throws it into what is the ceiling of a, a dome he's being kept in. Yeah. Which I think you know is quite a cool reveal. And then we get like the whole that Skull Island is obviously being ravaged by a storm. Yeah. And Godzilla's in captivity on his own island. Um, and yeah, then, I really enjoyed that sequence. And also, when we when we're introduced to Godzilla in the film, he's hunting something down. He's destroying things, attacking people, because something has got him angry. He's flashing is, his uh, one... his panels because that's his intimidation tactic, and he's pissed off. That is one thing I say about Godzilla in this film is. He obviously it was obviously known for the trailer stuff. He is painted to be the antagonist of the film, but then when you when you watch the film and you come to realise why he's doing what he's doing, yeah, it, it's 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 not necessarily he's it's more of like an anti-hero kind of aspect. Yeah. I want to say like he's not doing this to destroy the world. No, he's doing this because they are making a because I mean we're in spoilers. They are making a mecha Godzilla, which we all knew was going to happen. Oh yeah, I mean it's, um, it, there's two shots in the in multi, in like a few of the trailers where it looks like something that would be mecha Godzilla, and then it and it was. So it's not like they were trying to hide it. They were just trying to make it. They were just teasing us, being like, "Of course he's in this film, but we're not going to show you." <laughs> yeah, so it makes sense why he's doing what he's doing. Yeah, and you know they do they do like you said the human aspect do touch upon you know. Both Kong and Godzilla are alpha titans. This it's the yeah. reason that um they're fighting is because there can only be one true alpha, really. Yeah. And you know, and and, and that does make sense when they come well, to fight. That's the reason why they don't um, want them to fight. Like they're like that's why Baraka Hall's like, we don't want because they they it looks like they do believe that like Godzilla is very much is more capable than Kong. Like Godzilla would would Godzilla has fucking atomic breath, of course yeah, he's more capable than like, Kong. Yeah, but you, come on, you were someone that was like, Godzilla's gonna win, like, Kong's no, gonna win, no, Kong's gonna I'm win, a, Kong's I gonna will, wreck his shit. No, 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 As in, I'm a Kong fan. I want Kong to win. I want, throughout that film, I wanted Kong to rip Godzilla to shreds. But I also understand that it makes complete sense for yeah. Godzilla to win. Yeah. Which is why I'm happy at the end where where uh, Godzilla, uh, Godzilla is kind of alpha titan on the outer surface of Earth and Kong is. Kong, Kong yeah, is back the, in the, the alpha titan. Yeah, in, in his true home. Yeah. yeah. Which makes sense because um, it doesn't look like there's much. It doesn't look like there's much, if any, water in the Hollow Earth. Yeah, there was. And, I don't think it was. I don't think we saw any. And Godzilla's water. a water-dwelling creature, so yeah, um, it makes sense that like they are, they are alphas, but they're not in like Kong's not in the right place when we first meet him. 
no, yeah, he needs to, and and I like the fact you do get that clear winner in the fight, yeah. But then you also get the sense of 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 they both end up winning as Alpha Titans. It's yes. just you know Kong is Alpha Titan of Hollow Earth, which I do quite enjoy. I'd be interested to see a Kong film. I I'd think they will entirely still on that Hollow Earth. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like that, I found, yeah. I found. Sorry, I found his exploration of Hollow Earth the most interesting aspect of this film. Yeah, you know we don't get um, to really see the Kong too, stuff is what I found much of it. We just we get to see what the world yeah, looks like. It's, Kong... it's a beautiful landscape, like. Yeah, and I found the Kong aspects of this film the most interesting. Yeah, uh, just um, in terms of because obviously it's it's more emotional from his point of view. <clears throat> yeah, um, I like the battle in the sea. I think that's pretty good because it's like it's it's in Godzilla's playground essentially. Yeah, that's a really fun sequence. I really enjoyed that. And sequence. Kong tries the to the, the... make the best off of it of it that he can. The action sequences and the the, the 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 two. I'm happy that this film only had the two big battles between Godzilla versus Kong, not like <laughs> I, the I, sea one, a few little ones, and then the big one at the yeah, end. I'm had, happy they had two main ones. I saw someone saying it did what Batman vs Superman should have done. Yeah, have sure, had yeah, a fight, 100%. had a fight early on where they come together, and then have a fight later on that's the bigger fight, and then there's obviously the bigger threat afterwards. But no, Batman vs Superman instead had a ten minute fight between Batman and Superman, and then that was it. I do think this film treats the aspect of of you know this is this this film does you know it says that's what it says on the tin it's Godzilla versus Kong yeah and uh, I do think they do that in the right way you know they have they have the fight in the sea that you see in the trailer um, we see parts of it and trailer, I re- yeah. and then we get... you know and I I like the fact it goes from that to you don't get another couple of little fights or or another little fight heart and like twenty five minutes oh after yeah that. it's you have that fight. Then you have an hour of or forty-five minutes of, of of Godzilla doing what he's doing, Kong doing what he's doing, and then it builds up to the main fight, which is then the final act and the vocal point. Yeah, I like the fact they had it done that way because I think that really helps the pacing of the film as well. Yeah, and the best thing about this is we can actually see it a lot better. Like the other films are guilty of being a bit dark in the fight sequences. This was in a bright, very well lit city, even though it was nighttime because it was in the neon city of Hong Kong. Yeah, I could easily see what was going on yeah nice. and it's also a fantastic fight sequence <laughs> oh it's great it truly is it's a l- I remember watching just having a lot of fun yeah that's why I watched like, it I was, the I, second I time I was a Kong fan I was a, I'm, a, I'm a Kong fan every time Godzilla charged up his atomic breath I was like go on son I was like come on I do like, like I was, the I, co- like, cause it was God- like a wrestling match like because Godzilla like, I, was, I was probably yeah you go I was about to say, I like because obviously Godzilla takes time to power up his blasts. Like, yeah, he does use them a bit like freely at times, but they're not big ones. It's usually like a little, a little blast every now and then sometimes. Yeah. But if he wants to use a proper big one, he has to charge it up, and every time he's doing it, he's getting stopped. Yeah, like, exactly. Kong's like, like, he does the thing where he jams the axe down his throat, which is like similar to um, not down his throat, but in his mouth to stop him, which is similar to something from the original Kong versus Godzilla yeah. film, which is when he puts the tree in his mouth. <laughs> but yeah, no, there's a lot of that, like in the fight. Yeah, it's 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 not one-sided for a long for a most for some of it. Like from the early parts of it, it's very much like Kong has the advantage when he has the axe. Yeah, it's not one-sided until Godzilla starts to win their initial battle. It's, it's after then... it's after um like when when Kong like whacks him in the head with the axe. Yeah, 
that really like unsettles Godzilla and like it feels like he's and then like he's a bit disoriented because Kong like jumps up on a building doesn't he and he's like hiding away a little bit yeah but then then, then after that like Empire State Empire State yeah, kind of I saw that imagery. I was like I was like yeah that's meant to, that's what that's meant to be but then like that's their throwaway Kong, shot yeah yeah Kong tries does Kong does manage to like trick Godzilla a few times in the fight but after like he's been hit in the head with the axe Godzilla becomes a lot more erratic and like He's like, I'm not. I'm done with your shit. I'm gonna destroy you now. Like, I'm not having this. <laughs> Thing is, right? You he starts just, scratching yes, him, and it's like, Jesus, Godzilla. <laughs> Godzilla, yes, Godzilla wins, right? But you could also, and I know you're happy about that. Mm-hmm. But you could also say Godzilla loses in a certain way because he wins the fight with Kong, but on his own, he loses the fight with Mega Godzilla. Mecha Godzilla, not Mega. Mecha Godzilla. Yeah. Um, no, that's the point. We'll get, no, we'll get to that. No, we'll get to that in a second because I want to finish talking about how fucked up Kong gets. Okay. Because <laughs> he gets his shoulder dislocated. Oh, he does. Yes. He gets his chest stamped on a few times, and then Godzilla does my favourite thing in the film and just screams in Kong's face for fifteen solid seconds. And then Kong just screams straight back. He like, does. No, but the thing is, he up. does. But Godzilla's scream is more, and you can tell. Because then yeah. Kong can't stand after that, and Godzilla's very much like, like I love the little close-ups of their faces, and Godzilla's just like, fucking try another move, go on, I dare you. Yeah. <laughs> and like, no, in that moment, I feel a little bit for Kong because I'm like, damn, he's been like destroyed. Like this has gone not where I expected. Like I didn't expect Kong to win. I expected Godzilla to win, but it's like it's, it got brutal. Like it was like I found it very much like a wrestling match in the way that I was. I was shouting encouragement at my TV. Like it was the first oh, no, yeah, film you... where I was proper going. I was proper going. Come on, like, get the fuck up! Like, I was proper <laughs> going for it, and I didn't expect I was going to have that kind of reaction from this film. Yeah, and I'm I'm a big fan of Godzilla's roar in general, which is obviously one of the most iconic sound effects in film. Um, yeah. So when he was just screaming in Kong's face, I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> It goes on like it goes on longer than you expected to as well, doesn't it? You're just like, can Kong? It's like Jesus. <laughs> yeah, come on, come on, man, um, keep going. And then the fight ends. Uh, Kong's like down. He's on. He's dying essentially. Like the girl says Kong it. He's basically ready to die. Yeah. The girl can feel his heartbeat and it's slowing down. So he is. He is dying. And then um, something we have, which we haven't, we've touched that he's on it. But the power source they were looking for is so they can power God's Mecha Godzilla. Which has been built by Apex, uh, the, the yep. stupid CEO guy, um, and it's meant to be like a thing that's controlled by like a neural link. Uh, somehow they're using Ghidorah's forgotten head. Um, yes, I mean that that was hinted in the post-credit scene. Yeah, of, yeah, no, uh, of course, yeah, King of the Monsters. But um, I don't, I can't remember how that plays into why they're using it specifically. But um, anyway, yeah, so we've and we've got Serizar was the guy who's trying to control it, but when they get the full power something takes over the system it's a very galvatron megatron moment yeah where yeah, 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 for sure. is it's clearly Ghidorah that's taken control somehow so essentially they're fighting Ghidorah at the end so that, i think that's why there's a lot more it's not brutality very clear, yeah yeah like yeah. if it had been mechagodzilla i think like being controlled by the humans which i'm glad it wasn't because at first i was like wait why is a human gonna be controlling mechagodzilla and then why then when he win like when good mechagodzilla inevitably loses the humans are losing, but I'm glad they did it. it. Was like, oh no, it's it's someone. It's it's good. It's Ghidorah, essentially. Yeah, which I kind of like because it's you know it's that Transformers moment where it's like, 
Oh look, we've built some. It's it's Galvatron, but he's he's actually Megatron. You know. Um, but yeah. and I like I think I love that moment where the, it starts to wake up and uh, uh, Walter Simmons is giving his like um, his his monologue, his evil monologue about you know how he wants to bring make humanity the apex again, um, and like slowly in the background, Mechagodzilla just is turning to him and just destroys. And him. I love it because they're like backing away as in the background, like unfocused, we can see that Mechagodzilla is moving towards him. I love that shot. Like that's brilliant. Yeah, that's a that's a really fun, funny yeah. shot as well. And then he just um, yeah, Mechagodzilla fuck shit up he goes and, then, and yeah he does some real damage and then obviously what happens next is what we all knew was going to happen they punch for a bit then they team up wouldn't yeah. say the mates but they team up but it has my favorite moment in the film where they, you know they, they're trying to get godzilla uh, mecha godzilla and mecha godzilla kind of gets them on the fl- gets godzilla on the floor kong jumps on him yeah with the axe in hand godzilla uses his atomic breath to charge up the axe yeah which then kong just uses to well, fucking destroy when Kong... that was sick well uh, mechagodzilla is i think it's mechagodzilla's about to use his energy blood like his energy beam on him and then kong jumps into the fight but he doesn't have the axe initially because that, there's that moment yeah. when they took both take an arm each and throw him through a building <laughs> Yeah, he goes to get the axe, doesn't he? There's something really odd about these, like these two massive monsters fighting this giant robot together. It's just like this is, I don't know. It's like it's almost like I've lost the suspension of disbelief a little bit. Like I'm like, <laughs> I'm a bit out of this, but I love it still. <laughs> yeah, same. But um, but yeah, I did love the bit where he, where Godzilla charges the axe. Yeah, no, Kong he's uses the yeah, axe Kong goes and gets the axe. Does it? So yeah. good. And then Kong has his moment where he's like covered in oil and he's like, Arr, Arr. <laughs> yeah. And then I love the bit was at the end where God just kind of um, God, God. <laughs> yeah, God comes down and he's like, I'm the real alpha. <laughs> when Godzilla just kind of um, no, Kong just kind of he's destroyed Mecha Godzilla and he just kind of sits down and leans. Oh, I actually building. like yeah, I really like, like that. He's just going, oh fucking, it's dark, like Jesus, that was so long. He's like, oof. Can rest now. I do like that moment where he like he slams his shoulder back into place as well. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, that's really cool. Um, and then yeah, of course, yeah, he destroys Mechagodzilla, and then it's like, oh, it's over. Everything's peaceful. The characters are coming together. Millie Bobby Brown's reunited with cameo appearance of her dad. Um, and then Godzilla's like, nah, fuck this shit. I'm still angry. Walks over. Kong throws down the axe, which I don't know. I can't. I take that as a. I don't. It's not necessarily a sign of defeat. I think it's more a sign of respect. I wouldn't say Kong's then defeated. No, because he, he knows. Because I think he's... at that point he knows I can't fight him. I did. Yeah, I did, and I lost I'm... twice. So it's Kong being the bigger man in the situation and going, "I'm gonna well, stop yeah. this." Godzilla's basically being like, "Are you gonna bow to me?" Essentially, not like quite like that. But then Kong's like throws down no, the but... axe. And he's like, "No." But I understand your place, like. Yes, exactly. He's like, I, I respect. There's, I respect there's, there's mutual respect. Of, I won't, I won't yeah. fight you now. And yeah. I do like that. The final bit of that is that isn't Kong doing a little shout. It's Godzilla doing his shout twice. <laughs> yeah. And then he goes back yeah. into the sea. It's like yes. And then you know it cuts to Monarch is yeah. established. I also an like observation post in Hollow Earth. I also like because we haven't really touched upon Millie Bobby Brown's storyline when she's trying to figure out what Apex are doing because there's not much to say there. Um, she works very well with Julian Dennison. Um, 
Yeah, they're fine again. That, and that I like I like Brian Tyree Henry. I didn't. Sorry, that was the human element of the film. I didn't care about. No, yeah, it I wasn't. cared more for Skarsgård and yeah. Rebecca Hall and yeah. the kid. I didn't when it all of Millie Bobby Brown. She's good in all her scenes. She oh, she's good. Yeah. Good. So it's Brian Tyree Henry, but it's just that element of the plot. I was just like, this doesn't matter. Yeah, to me. it was like they didn't know what to do with her, but they were like, we want Millie, Millie we want Millie Bobby Brown in this film because she's a big name now. Like. Yeah, and it ties to the previous one. Yeah, and so said so, it, but they didn't. They didn't necessarily know what to do with her. And I liked Brian Tyree Henry. I think he was fun. Yeah, he was very fun. Like, and not in an obnoxious kind of way. Like, I think he was. I liked him. His his character made sense. Yeah. Um. Uh. But yeah. But I also what I was going to say about that is I like that there are these two teams of characters that know each other. Like they don't know. They don't know. There are these two team of two groups. And they, apart from they come together, they're like together in a final shot, sort of. Yeah. They never meet. Yeah, true. They don't have. They don't have a proper it's, scene. Yeah, it's never one of those scenes where uh, Millie Bobby Brown bumps into Alexander Skarsgård and they start. They they become like a team, like both teams together. They never meet until there's that shot of them at the end, which I guess you could say isn't believable. <laughs> there's no reason they would be standing together. There's no reason they'd stand together, yeah. yeah which but, is, but it's fine. Yeah, like, I, I like can look past they, that. I like the fact they don't meet. Yeah, I, I liked, liked that it was like, It was like, it was almost as if it was like the Godzilla films with Millie Bobby Brown and... The Kong the, film the, is... It is represented by Scarlet Scarlet Scarlet. Yeah, like, that's another thing, because um, specifically, Millie Bobby Brown and that, they never address Kong. No, yeah. Because they know the existence of other Titans, obviously. They've seen them. Everyone does. Everyone knows the existence of other Titans. But they never go, oh, look, it's Kong. They're like, no. they're, they're specifically, they're about Godzilla. Yeah. Um. And it's just, but, but obviously with the other side of it, they're like, you know, we, we have to avoid Godzilla. We can't have Godzilla doing this shit. Um, but yeah. I feel like we've touched on most of the film. There are bits and pieces we haven't talked about, but that doesn't matter, I don't think if you're just here to hear our opinions on these films I think that's you know that's we've said that I'm going to be 100% honest and say I absolutely fucking loved this movie (laughs) that's good I'm glad you enjoyed it it is not by any means amazing it's got a lot of it's it's got a lot of issues and it's got most of the issues it has are the same issues that all the films in this little series have but I had such a good time watching it to the point where I have watched it twice. Yeah. So, in two days. So, okay. you know. That's my, my, my final word. thoughts. My final thoughts is I did enjoy this film, which is what I came into it wanting. Yeah. Um, I don't think it's a great film, mm-hmm. but I do think it's... I do actually think it's a good film. I like... I think the strongest elements are, you know, what go in for the strongest elements are Godzilla versus Kong. Yeah. And I really like the fact they focus more on Kong in this film. Mm-hmm. Um, it worked. It really, I, it, it worked to its it, benefit. It Even though, it, yeah, like, it, as I've said many times, and you can, everybody obviously knows, I love, prefer Godzilla. It worked that it focused on Kong. Yes. And I, I, I wouldn't pay to watch it again personally i wouldn't see i wouldn't like for example pay to rent it again no like i will buy it on blu-ray for me it's the kind of film that if it comes on a streaming service yeah or something like that i will happily sit down and make a night of it and watch it again yeah and really enjoy it i understand that yeah i understand that point of view yeah me personally uh i spent i spent the last little bit of money i have at the moment 
bit personal uh, <laughs> to rent this film and I'm glad I rented this film and I'm glad I watched it I wouldn't necessarily do that again no of course that's understandable it's like when you go but, to, it, but it, that is that's the point that when you go to the cinema you buy a cinema ticket and unless you really really want to go back and see an, that film again you're not really going to pay to go and see it again you will wait until it comes out like for one, viewing yeah, so one, that's I get that yeah I won't the one thing I will say sorry the one thing I will say and really stress actually if you're in a country where the cinema is open go and see it watch it in the cinema because that's the one thing I, I wish I, I, I yeah. wish I'd seen this in the cinema because I think if I'd seen this in the cinema it would have just been outstanding yeah no of course this... and if it, if, it, if it does end up going to the cinema and I have we have you know we have our cinema cards I will go and watch it <laughs> oh yeah if it... because I would like to see I would like to see the battles on a big screen yeah if it's one of those things where it's like uh, you know like when, they, like when they open cinemas before and they're like we're going to show a few films to get people back into the groove if this is one of those films which I highly think it will be um, yeah. yeah 100% I'm going to go and see it yeah 100% because I know I, I can enjoy I think... this film enough to sit in a cinema and watch it again I think this film benefits from a cinema viewing. It's a, blo- it's a blockbuster but, in every sense of the word. Yes. Um, but yeah, for me, I did I did actually enjoy the film. Um, I didn't hate the film by any means. I did really, you know, I, everything I expected this film to be, it was, basically. Yeah. Um, you know, the human element was not needed and undeveloped. I expected that. The Godzilla vs. Kong stuff, I really enjoyed. I wanted to really enjoy it. So as a, as a film, I found it a lot of fun. Yeah. So I was... Um, I was so yeah. excited for this movie more than I realised because it was when I first saw the Rotten Tomato score and some of the reviews dropping that I was like, oh my god, it's good was what I said the first moment I saw the Rotten Tomatoes score. <laughs> yeah, no, sorry. Like, that was literally my words out loud. I was going to actually text that I said that to you, but I just didn't in the end. But my first words out of my mouth were, oh my god, it's good. <laughs> and we, so... Uh... I was so worried that it was going to end up just being another bad film, but I'm so happy with it. Yeah, I think for me, this it's not my favourite of the of this universe. My favourite probably still is Kong, and my favourite is still the first Godzilla. But this this was this is a this is a fair second, I think, for me. Oh yeah, (laughs) same for me, I guess. Should we go to our, our rating, rating system? system? Um, I've also. Would you like I, to do our brief recap of the rating system? Well, I've actually. I was thinking about this, and I can't. I confirmed to myself. I haven't said it to you yet, but I want to change our rating system. <gasps> to the point where it is. It is. Um, I can't remember if I. Yeah. No. Okay. Um, we'll have to. I can't remember the average one I've come up with, but I want it to be. It's either two smoking microphones or two normal microphones. That's it. I don't want f- five different stages. I think that our rating should just because you know the one you know the rating system we're inspired by yes there isn't that many levels it is literally one side or the other isn't it are we still going to have an average maybe as when we can think of a good one <laughs> but for now because because i i just because i i just prefer having no, i want to keep it, it simple could, sorry could it be could it be two smoking microphones no smoking microphones as like the bad well, no one mic- you said. No, nothing. Yeah, zero. Or like, or like a broken microphone as the <laughs> average. See, I don't know. See, I don't. I don't know. I don't like. I don't personally like that. Okay. But it depends on what you were planning to rate this film because I'm just two smoking microphones hands down for me. Well, okay. So if it was our old system, <laughs> it would have been one smoking microphone. If it's now. Just no sm- no smoking microphones or two smoking microphones. Yeah, I would I would give it no smoking microphones. 
it's an average film for me. It's not. That's not. That's fair. Great that's film. fair. That's fair. But yeah, okay. Listen, from now on, two smoking microphones or no smoking microphones. It's either yeah amazing. It's either we love it or we hate it. There's no other choice. You hate it hands down. I'm not gonna. No, I'm joking. No. Um, but yeah, I'm happy with that. Two smoking microphones or no smoking. Yeah, you can obviously you can obviously say like that's the rating you're giving it because that's the rating system. That's it. So I think that's perfect. I think that's right because you you know without saying it, you know the rating system that we're inspired by, obviously. Yeah, 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 and if it was like if you were like, I'll oh, rate this out of ten, this would be like a, a seven. For example. Eight, eight for me, yeah. Um, but yeah, the, in our rating system, it's no smoking microphones. Yeah, afraid. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, for oh, me, it's two, it. two smoking microphones all the way. I knew, it, I knew it would be. Yeah, I, I, I it loved, be. I loved it, I, and I'm so happy that I loved it because I was so excited for it. <laughs> oh, good man, I'm glad. Um, and now we get to be excited for um, Mortal Kombat, which comes out in a few weeks. Three weeks. Shit, yeah. I assume we're going to be covering that as well. I mean, I'm going to be watching it, so... <laughs> so am I. Yeah. Okay, I better get some... Better find some funds. Um, <laughs> yeah, because the release date was moved. I don't know if they... Know... Did they confirm it's coming it to streaming be... in this country? Well, no, if it's... If it's uh, when is it released? Uh, April 23rd. Okay, yeah, that's just before cinemas. Yeah, then it would probably be streaming. Well, we, we technically don't have release opening dates for cinemas yet do we yeah it's uh, may 17th oh really mm-hmm. fair enough um yeah i don't know because i don't know because obviously it's weird because um obviously the snyder cut went to sky cinema and Think... it's, that's warner brothers godzilla vs kong is also warner brothers but it went to other streaming my thing is, I think it's because Godzilla vs. Kong and Mortal Kombat are designed to release in the cinema That's beforehand. true, that's true, actually. You know, no, Zack Snyder's Justice League, yeah, Zack Snyder's Justice League was always intended for HBO Max, but could possibly end up in the cinema just due to the, the reaction of how, like, the, the positive reaction it's had. So I think that's probably why. I think Mortal Kombat, we will have to rent. I wonder, cause, yeah, because they've not said, obviously. I don't think they've confirmed they it. They won't confirm it probably till um, the end of next week, I would have thought. Oh, go away. Sorry, it's coming up with fucking original Mortal Kombat film. <laughs> Love it. We should watch them and cover them. No, absolutely not. <laughs> go away. Sorry, it's my cat. Nice, I blow. Um, Again, I think that's talking about US. But yeah, so... If we get it, which we're most likely going to, I'm going to watch it. I am excited. Yeah, I'm going to watch film. it as well. That's yeah, probably same. going to be one of those ones where it's like it could turn out being really bad, but we don't know. Wait and see. Should we uh, move on to our next segment? I don't actually have anything for this segment, but we can. Actually, no, yesterday. But uh, Connor, mm-hmm. have you read, watched, listened to anything that you would like to talk about or recommend? Well, I watched. Doesn't matter if you haven't, because it's been a big week. Well, I watched Godzilla vs Kong twice. Um, yeah, that's fair. And I actually did actually watch some things. Last time I can't remember what I, I think the last thing I told you I watched was Just Mercy last week. Um, but then I went on to watch I watched Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Okay. I enjoyed that. Good. I watched uh, First Blood, which if people who don't know the actual name of the film, it's the first Rambo movie. Yep. Everyone thinks it's called Rambo. It's not. It's First Blood. Um, it is called First Blood. Yeah. Yep. Uh, and I liked that. I watched a film called Primal Fear, which was Ed Norton's first film, and he was nominated for an Oscar for it. 
decent. Uh, he's not the main role in it, but yeah, no, it's good. Uh, I watched Predator. Didn't really like Predator. Fair. Um, I watched Beetlejuice. What did you think of that? Uh, it's, that's actually a really good film. I really enjoyed it. Oh, good. I watched it and th- thought, when I was watching it, I was like, see, if I'd watched this before university or during university, that's the film I probably would have talked about in our film movements module when we talked about like when like German expressionism was one of the options. Because really? there's, there's a lot of German expressionist inspiration in there, but I think someone did talk about Tim Burton in German expressionism as well anyway, back in uni. But that's first year, I think, so... If you don't remember, that's fine. <laughs> yeah, no, I do. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then I went. I then I watched The Shining. Watching that. I wasn't the biggest fan of it. That's fair. Like I still haven't seen it. I know loads of people like say loads of people think it's amazing because you know. Uh, it's a Stanley Kubrick movie, but it's in terms of compared to the other Stephen King like adaptions adaptations I've seen. Yeah. I prefer the other ones I've seen. So, like, I prefer it. I prefer Gerald's Game. Like, they feel more like the Stephen King stories than this did. This feels more like a Stanley Kubrick movie. And no, I'm not I, I actually the biggest fan of Stanley Kubrick. That's fair. Which yeah. I'm glad that you're not like one of the big big film heads that I know because I know a lot of people, especially film nerds, fucking love Stanley Kubrick. Yeah. Um, but me, I'm I mean, I haven't not... seen I haven't seen enough of his works to be able have to you seen... opinion. Have you... he's meant to be a dick, so well, he's dead. Oops. <laughs> no, no, yeah, he was meant to be. Um, yeah, there's some, some, there's some like stories about him that aren't. Yeah, great. Um, yeah, but a lot of people think he makes amazing movies. Have you ever actually seen a Kubrick movie? I don't think so. You know, like uh, Clockwork Orange. Nope. 2001 A Space Odyssey uh, that's the one I wish I say yes to but no I haven't <laughs> see that's the only other one I've seen and I'm like it's a great movie but I just I was bored yeah that's uh, what's kind of made me not want to watch it yeah. and um, then I watched um, not the not the new one the original one Shaun the Sheep movie okay fair what do you think Bit, it's a kids movie and that's all it is really for me like it's got 99% on watch... Rotten Tomatoes but for me it's like this is just nah sorry I do want to watch Shaun the Sheep Farm again that's the only reason I watched this one because I was like I'm going to watch that one because it's nominated for an Oscar but like I didn't also realise because I've never actually seen the Shaun the Sheep show that there's no dialogue in it <laughs> yeah, yeah no it's, it's sheep <laughs> no but I mean even human characters there's no dialogue yeah no the only thing you get is like <laughs> which I don't, echo. which I think is like that's actually no. You know what? I like that. That that's the only way they talk. But I also wasn't. It didn't hold my interest at all. Like yeah, that's fair. I but it, that. it's a kids movie that has ninety nine percent of Rotten Tomatoes. Um. <laughs> but yeah, uh, that's that's it really. Oh um oh I actually didn't. I was meant. I was going to mention this to you, but I didn't. Just in case you watched it on your own. But um, I watched the first, now four episodes of Invincible. Right. So I started watching the first episode, got about five minutes in, and my internet cut out. Oh. So um, I need to get back to it today. How much do you know um, about Invincible? Not a lot. I know that they say the first episode is quite shocking. And that it's just, it's, it's, this they don't hold back. I know it's based on the comics and all that, yeah. but... I'm going into I'm going into it without knowing a lot. Well, I watched it with um, a friend, and I said that if you're not hooked, 
like uh, I said to him basically I would put I said to him basically I'd put money on him being hooked by the end of the episode because of what happens in it. Right, okay. I'll watch the first episode tonight then. Yeah. It's a long episode, like I understand maybe it because it does feel like quite generic, but I really enjoyed it. But I'm not gonna go into details okay. on what changes in the story because if you don't know about it a lot about it. If you know just like the, the little kind of bits about it. If you don't know what happens essentially. Yeah. It's good to go in not knowing what happens. Okay. I'll stick with not knowing then. Yeah. Yeah, the only reason I stopped watching it is because the internet cut out and it was late, so I was like, I was gonna go to bed then. Yeah, it's but, a really um, yeah. No, yeah, it, it's I, really I, good. I, I watched I binged the first three episodes uh last Sunday. Okay, sweet. I'll watch some I might watch one after this uh, I think well have an Easter Sunday uh, dinner, then I'll watch it for yeah. sure. And episode four is out now. Okay, sweet. Um, well, the only things I wouldn't say I've, I've not really watched anything this week mm-hmm. again because life's just been a bit crazy. But yeah. I, uh, I've started reading uh, Ready Player Two. Oh, okay. Um, which was on my list for a while, and it's I'm only I'm only like the prologue of four chapters in. I've not heard great but, things. Uh, yeah, it's not. It's fine so far. I've, I'm not. I've also heard. By it. I can't remember what I was watching, or listening to. I think it was a podcast. But there was someone who was. They were talking about um, like some of the opening lines of the first book, mm. or not opening lines, but just some of the lines of the way it's written. I don't know if it was the first book or the second one. But basically, it's just like in one paragraph they'll drop like twenty references or something like that. Yeah. The first book was inundated with references. Yeah. Um, you liked it though, right? I enjoyed the first book. Yeah, I did yeah. enjoy reading it. The second book hasn't gripped me so far. I'm hoping it, hoping it kind of it gets me as it goes on. I know um, you're the. Yeah, I know that's, you're. That's it, really. I know you're the kind of person, and I'm saying this in the most horrible way possible. No, I'm joking. Uh, I know you're the kind of person that you, after you've seen a film, you can go back and read the book that it's based on. Yeah, so I, I you, find you it, did it with I, Ready Player One. You did it with The Martian. Yeah, I can find it. I I can either, I can do it either way. But yeah. my thing is, if I do it afterwards, it just it helps me visualize it in my head a little bit yeah. more. Which I, I understand. Um, I understand that point of view. I can't do that. If I've seen the film, the book bores me. That's fair. But I also am, I'm, I prefer I prefer to go the other way, which is why I'm I haven't yet, but I still need to get the Dune book to try and read that. Even though it's getting to a point where I'm probably not going to be able to read it before the film comes out. That's fair. It's, it's a fantastic book, though. Yeah, I know. I've heard of these, and I've heard a lot of great things. And I know, I know, it's one of those ones I'll probably enjoy, based on the fact that it inspired things like Star Wars and that. Yeah. Um. So I should try and get that as soon as I can. Really, it's just I'm reading through other other things, and I need to binge read it because I need to do it. Like I want to get it. I want to read it. <laughs> I almost yeah, got an audio book sure. for it, but then I was like, Am I going to really listen to that? <laughs> you can just do it at night. I guess. Maybe we'll see, but yeah, um, um, yeah, that's it for me, really. I've not again. It's just been more of a more life stuff this week and the work, and I've not had a chance to really, <coughs> really, really uh, just sit down, chill, and watch watch stuff. No, uh, of course. But hopefully this week, this week, hopefully, yeah, I, I will get the chance to. I was about to say I haven't watched anything, but the thing is, I the f- most four of the films I watched this week, I watched on the same day, like. <laughs> yeah, and then I watched Gods of the Versus Kong twice. So <laughs> we love that. I haven't watched anything since that because I was like, "Nah, I don't need to now." I've watched enough films this week. Yeah. Um. 
films that I, yeah. I talk about also on my blog. <laughs> he has a blog, guys. Um, yeah. But before we get to before we get to where you can find us, just as that was our that was our big big episode, we, we covered quite a lot. I don't know how long are we at. Uh, an hour and forty. Oh, okay. That's one of our shorter ones for us. Jesus. For the first one's like but, an hour um, and twenty, I think. So yeah, we. I liked. That's the kind of length I want to aim for. An hour and forty. So let's keep. Let's keep. Yeah. It. But um, you know, as always, thank you so much for listening. We do appreciate. We appreciate all the feedback and just yes. the the listens and and the Apple Podcast ratings and Spotify follows. Yeah, of course. Um, next week will be a topic that we're not going to say just yet because we because we don't know it. <laughs> We need to decide it. Yeah, I was but, about to say, um, what are we doing next week? <laughs> what do you fan- Is there anything you particularly fancy? Um, what's what's happening in the world? Uh, we, I mean, mm, if you watch all four episodes of Invincible, there'll be five by then. We could talk about that, but yeah, maybe, maybe. Um, I was going to say Invincible, or would you like to do the Star Wars prequels? I don't know if I'm ready to talk about the prequels. <laughs> in terms of like. I can talk about. I was talking about Star Wars the other day in great detail, but I was talking more about the sequels with my friend. Um, I don't know. We can, yeah. But uh, that's a that'll be a big one if we do. So we'll see what news is like first. Yeah, I think we should see what the news is like, and then by like Wednesday we should decide. Uh, and there's also another idea which you've had, which I don't mind saying on this because you know I mentioned it to you recently. Uh, we could do uh, our Dragon Ball Evolution one. Yeah, actually, I could possibly Maybe. watch that this week. If yes, if you feel like you can watch it. If not, it's fine. We can like, we'll try. We'll... Okay, so it feels like the one that's easiest to fall back on is the Star Wars prequels. Yeah, that'll be our. That could be our backup because we can week. talk. Because we can talk about that without watching Until them. the cows come home. Yeah, yeah. We don't have to be like, I've got to remind myself what happens. We know what happens. <laughs> Or, uh, you know, we do, we do, uh, we can start like a new little, it can be a topic that becomes a bit of a series and we do it like once a month or something like that. What, what you said about taking a year oh, yeah. in film and discussing the best and worst films of that year. I could do that. I don't mind. I mean, we could start it from, we could do, so we could do a random year each time or we could do it in certain order, but we could start from the year we met, for example, or we could start from. <laughs> I don't from... mind that. Actually, that's a, that's a big year in film as well. So I don't mind doing, uh, so that'll be 2015. Should we start? Should we do? So should we do we next do year? Just best and worst that. films of 2015. And that's one that we don't maybe... necessarily have to prepare for. We can just get a Wikipedia page up of like what films came out in 2015 and talk through them. But not even that. But we can have. Should we try and find like if we go away, we could possibly debate it. I can have a best and worst, and you. We can talk about just best and worst in general. But then we can also have I have a best and worst, and you have a best and worst. See if they align or not. Maybe I don't um, actually. That it, might be interesting. It's a hard one for me because um, the films. Like, this is something we'll talk about more more then but like when I look at my top my list of the films that I've watched what I watched in 2015 like my favorites and that mm. it changes a lot because I've, I haven't really rewatched a lot of them let's do that then so over this next week we have to, we have to just you know on the episode itself we'll talk about 2015 the, the year yeah. of film in general yeah. right? but over the next week our task is to each come up with a best and a worst film for that year and we will discuss it on the podcast next week and see if you know maybe our maybe our yeah. opinions are exactly the same will, maybe they're different i will also say just just because i know people don't really like it when you in terms of being that negative well instead of saying worst our least favorite 
Sorry, sorry, yeah. Yeah, I don't... Worst films. You know, uh, films obviously take a lot of work, so we don't want to disregard any anyone's work. We want to just be like, yeah, I didn't like the... Yeah. We'll talk about our least favourite. We can be as harsh as we want when we're talking about it, but, you know, <laughs> just... Yeah. yeah we'll, so, sorry. Uh, our favourite and least favourite. Uh, favourite and least favourite. And it could be just a series that we'll do. So once a month, we'll just... We'll do another year. It doesn't have to be necessarily the year after. It can be a random year, but I thought... Yeah, we want we bring back every year, now and then. The year, yeah, the year that we met. met, I think it's a nice place to start on. I think. Yeah. yeah. Okay, let's do it. That's next week then. Yeah. And then, like you know, week idea. after we can, uh, week after we can do Invincible, and then week after that we can maybe do Star Wars. But yeah. we'll discuss or, that. Or we can, we can wait until all of Invincible's been out. I say all of it because this is a. I remember hearing about this show. This is the kind of show that could go forever. Like, the comic is very long. Yeah. So uh, we we can talk about Invincible whenever we feel like we whenever you've watched it really you don't have to rush into it or anything you can watch it in your own time then obviously okay sweet sounds good um, but yeah okay well you just had a you just you've just had a live discussion of what we uh yeah what we're, you, what we're doing you got week. to experience Harry's first good idea <laughs> Harry's first <laughs> you cut out sorry I don't know what you said oh really yep yeah, all I heard was. You got to experience Harry's first, then it was just silence. Oh, wow. Uh, you can hear me now, though, right? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. God, that's going to be one of those ones where it fucking... Oh, my mic would have messed up. Anyway, yeah, you got to you got to experience Harry's first good idea, is what I said. Oh, wow. Thanks, man. Also, Appreciate that. Uh, I love you. Um... <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, you said it. You never say that. <laughs> also, looking at my list of uh, films I saw in 2015... My worst film isn't necessarily like my least favorite film isn't necessarily one I think about a lot, but I didn't actually see that many films in 2015. But we'll talk. We'll talk about. Yeah, I was looking at I was looking at the list as we were talking just then, looked, and there is yeah. a lot that there is a lot for both that I can choose from. Yeah, um, I'm looking at my list. Maybe a couple. There might be a couple I might go and rewatch this week to just kind of. Going into this with the idea that you said of trying to say what our favourite film of that year was is harder for me, I think, now. But I will bring a couple of films to the table that I can talk about. Okay, so either either have a clear favourite or if you can't decide on the clear favourite, you could have two to three kind of... Yeah. Up, like, like favourites. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about... Actually, uh, no, same, we'll... Same, goes, same goes with least favourite. How about we both choose a few films? Doesn't we don't doesn't matter how many. Like I'd say at least at least two. Yep. At most five. Yep. Um. What, for, and we'll, both, for both? For both? No. For just I mean. All together. All together, maybe. Or actually, yeah, all together. I'm gonna. Well, I'm gonna say for a least favorite, I'm only gonna pick one probably. But I won't be able to talk about it that much. That's the thing. Like my least favorite isn't one I'll be able to talk about much. Okay, my least favourite, I'll pick probably most two. My favourites, I'll probably pick three mm. or four. Okay, I'm because I'm looking at it and being like, if actually I might not be able to do a least favourite because it's not one of those. It's a least favourite, but it's one of those ones where it's like I watched it, eh, I'm never gonna watch it again. That kind of film. It's not oh, a film that I'm a, like that was terrible. There's one that I can very easily talk about. So I say, if you don't have a, if yeah, so if if I'm not going to bring, I might not bring a least favorite to it. Then I'll briefly touch okay. on it, but I won't. Yeah, um, but with favorites, I'll bring a few films and then I'll have a definitive. This was my, this is the one I look at as my favorite of that year. Sounds good. Yeah. Okay. I've got I've got it because I've got a few here that I might I might try and rewatch them as well. Actually, if I get the time. Yeah, I'm gonna. Well, that's uh, that's next week's episode. Yeah. That's so um, good idea. 
until until then, unless you know, you need to know where you can find us, and to do that, Connor's going to tell you right now. You can find me at Twitter on no on Twitter at <laughs> yeah, find me at Twitter no. Um, Find me on Twitter at Conanagi, that's C-O-N-N-O-R-N-A-G-I. From there you will be able to find me on my blog, which is um, just Connor J. Nagy's blog, or just Connor J. Nagy. Uh, I will be talking about films every week. Um, and, yeah. That's it. Really. <laughs> yeah, you can uh, you can find me at the Doc81 on Twitter, and then you can find my other Twitter on there. Um... Drock81 is the one I use. Uh, you can also find, I have a blog called The Review Lab. Uh, it's thereviewlab.org or it's The Review Lab on Facebook and Instagram. Taking a couple of weeks break on that just because, uh, I don't know if you've all noticed, but you know, the, the, at, least, at least in Britain, things are starting to go back to normal. I'm, I've been working from home for a year and now possibly going back to work properly in a, in a week and a bit's time. So I'm just kind of, uh, I'm planning, I'm, I want to plan some posts for the next couple of months that I'm really kind of happy with instead of just kind of sitting down and writing around the one and posting it out. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just planning a couple that I've got I've got in the pipeline. But I'm taking a, it's probably just for April, we're just having a bit of a break. But um, no, follow us on that. Yeah, exactly. Um, you can find us on that. And again, we have a uh, we, do, we do have a Facebook page, uh, Two Smoking Microphones. You can find us there. Which we don't um, really post much on there. We should try and do something. No, yeah, we'll definitely start posting more. Um... Up, yeah, as updates always, on when we're for... recording and stuff. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Just thank you for listening. We we love doing this. It's a chance for us to get together and have a couple of hours chat. And um, you know, we've we've always been passionate about doing something like this. And yeah, now we're doing it and we're really enjoying it. So yeah, thank you very much. <sighs> that little song I had at the start, Connor's going to make into a jingle. I'm Thanks, probably not going to be able to do anything like that because I'm not that kind of person. But I'll see. You can put some. Put some music underneath it and we'll just have it as a permanent thing. Come on, you know it'd be just as a temporary jingle for a couple of weeks. So whenever you don't have a, an idea. a classic, amazing idea, we can yeah. just throw that at the top. I, I, the thing is, I peaked last week. <laughs> yeah. Like I, That's what I'm saying. You can you take a couple of weeks to have a bit of a rest, have a think. Yeah, I guess. I guess. I guess you're right. Anyway... Yeah, it is nearly. It's quarter to three, buddy. Hell. Um, yeah, I need to go and have a roast dinner. They're, I'm nearly ready for me. I think. Lol. So yeah, that was this week. Uh, next week is next week. We will talk about things next week. Um, yeah. Stay safe. Look after each other. Don't let the world get you down. That's what I said at the end of the uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier one. Um, <laughs> that's my yeah, sign off. Exactly. Just <laughs> my sign off is just stay safe. Look after each other. And remember, whenever you're feeling down, podcast. That didn't. That wasn't as good as it was in my head. But you know, I've done it now.